started doing it for like hours. We are professionals. We are so professional. Okay. <sighs> Welcome to the second episode of Serendipity's Sit Down Podcast. I am your host, Sam Soto, and this is one of my lovely, lovely friends, Miss Christina Perez. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, before we begin, this is your trigger warning. Um, if you are sensitive to foul language, to sensitive content, such as anything regarding sexuality, uh, mental health, suicidal ideation, or anything else that may be jarring to you, we really appreciate you checking the show out, but we, we recommend that you probably move on because, uh... Yeah. I think just we're just triggering humans. <laughs> so, we're about to trauma dump. Yeah, we're about to trauma dump some things. So um, I, I wrote a little introduction for my darling friend here. And again, me maintaining the perfectly imperfect self that I am as I drop everything. Um, I'm going to get imposter syndrome again. That's okay. It's, it's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> of course, my computer locked in this time, too. So, um, Can we be normal? We'll try. <laughs> okay, ready, set, here we go. Today I would like to introduce my very first guest, Christina Perez. Christy is a senior HR advisor by day and a neurospicy TikTok influencer trying to normalize conversation around mental health issues, specifically depression, anxiety, and ADHD. Through her presence on social media, Christina is helping teach neurospicy individuals to advocate for themselves in the workplace and is trying to make the corporate world a little more bearable for those of us whose brains work a little differently than our peers. Thanks, dude. How does that feel? How does that feel to you? I was like, who is that? Right? What am I hearing about yourself? That's you. That's so crazy. Um, So... Before we kind of like dive into what you're doing on social media and TikTok right now, um, I would love for you to tell everybody a little bit about who you are, how to, how you got to where you are, uh, and uh, we can start with when I met you or before that. I was say, how the hell did I get to where I, I am? I don't know, um, <laughs> but I've, I've had the immense pleasure of knowing you since her 14, so she was 14, Yikes. and uh, I'm, <laughs> it makes me feel very old when I think about it. Makes it makes me feel very <laughs> It's wild, it's right? It's a long friendship. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's like over 15 years. That's wild. We're so old. I can't. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's all. Okay, well, um, so yeah, trauma dump, baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, you met me uh, in a good time. Yeah, yeah, we were theater Science. fans. time. Uh, well, it's trigger warning. I was slightly before I was sexually assaulted. Yes, yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Actually, I think I was like, thir- no, no, it was Cinderella when we met. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, because you were there for the first. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Cinderella, we met. Uh, that was when I was super into music, and I still am. Yeah. <laughs> super into like, like when I say super into music, I mean like doing. 20 productions yeah. a year, like insane amounts of stuff, like three yeah. shows at a time yep. type of vibe. So I was doing a lot of that. Same thing with what you were saying in the first episode. So yeah, <laughs> I just threw myself into work to get over trauma. It's so much it's easier. Like, a nice it's one of the thing. best ways to get over trauma. It's a great coping mechanism. It gets you to the top of this very high cliff you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. 
Oh my god, it's so like my biggest fear. Yeah. Now that I've worked my way to where I am now, it's like, okay, well, like, well, I want to blow my brains out at 39. <laughs> like, I really hope not. I'm hoping not. I'm like, yeah. I'm really thinking now. Oh my god. But, uh, yeah, so we worked, oh god, back then I was, I was, uh, broke. <laughs> I mean, we brought we, broke, yeah. broke baby, uh, singing with you and doing fun stuff with you, and then yeah. just like a traumatized baby. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea until a few years later. I didn't know that you didn't no, I didn't I, know until you told me a little later. Embarrassment trauma makes you feel like everybody knows already. Oh, yeah. So that's yes. probably part, why I thought you knew. And I thought, I yeah. Thought, I mean, I was being gaslit by a small group of I people. I knew that, like, like, something was going on. And I knew <laughs> that it had to do with somebody harassing you because your mom kind of gave me cliff notes of it. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, she She's didn't Italian. give she me gossip. Yeah, well, but, <laughs> But, like, it wasn't, like, she was just, like, just so you know, Christy's going through some stuff, like, yeah. you know, like, if she reaches out to you, whatever, and I was like, all right, well, I, oh, my mom is, like, yeah. not lining them up so I can just knock them down, you know, so nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, so just, like, if you get the call, you're aware of what's going on. <laughs> And I'm like, like oh, my, okay. Like, I had no idea, like, what had <laughs> happened, but yeah, yeah. Ah, so, yeah. Yes. Uh, and so, for those who don't know, this is like, I don't know why it's, it's not a defining moment because I like it. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, and it's weird that I'm saying it with a smile right now, but like, it's a defining moment because it's just something that's impacted a lot of my life. But I was yeah. actually assaulted by an ex-boyfriend and his friend. Yes. When I was like 14. So... Met Sam, great, hi. Hey! Peak of the year, low of the year. Peak, oh my God. Uh, which is so not funny, but I like that's how I cope. Yeah. Uh, it's comedy and funny things because you just can't, like, uh, not. I, I feel what? like Pete Davidson was talking about the whole, like, hey, I'm going to try to be funny. Like, tonight, yeah. uh, I was like, hey, that's definitely me my whole well, fucking that's why life. I always say to people, like, the whole, like, I'm always jumping about for the lover. Like, yeah, it's, it's like, like, I make it sound like a funny, joke. Girly. But, like, it's girly no, things. Like, it's just dark humor. Like, yeah. it's just a nice little. Over like yeah yeah because I can only be here I can't be here and it's not funny like you really think I want to be here when it's not funny yeah (laughs) anyway so being sexually assaulted is great but like there's (laughs) there's so much more beyond that that like Mm -hmm. I'm I still like had to come to terms with over time and like it took me a while like it felt like I just had this box of puzzle pieces I never put back together and like framed it and melted it yeah but like I feel like this year is the year where like I'm forcibly getting used to it no that's like yeah having flashbacks and like looking at it as like I feel like hitting 30 so is like true ago. adult. Yeah. Yeah. And being 30, I'm like probably the age of some of the people that were dealing with this yeah. as like faculty members and other oh, people. Yeah. And like being a professional that's a little bit like higher up now, I'm like, it's amazing how many people can fail one 14 year old. Like that yeah. is sad. So, so the thing that happened though, which is like fucked, because I don't know if you know all this, is I was sexually assaulted. One. Yeah. And then I was dating Mike. Yeah. We don't have to say names, you can believe it, whatever. But whatever. like I don't care. Don't say last name, we're good. Yeah, so I was dating, yeah. dating a horrible human. Yeah. And he was like he I told him about it because I was so like shut down by it and so like broken and then like, you know, me being like fourteen and being so mature. Yeah. <laughs> and being like, This is like he you should be able to lean on him as your partner. Which like I look back at like it's funny when you look at it from a different lens, but you're like, Wow, you know, 
that's very adult of you to recognize that. Yeah. You're in the wrong fucking era. Yeah. <laughs> to to be expecting this shit. Yeah, yeah, from somebody Let the same age. Yeah. That person. Yeah, seriously. So, so that happened, and I told him, and he was like, you're a fucking whore. You definitely wanted it. Why would you even oh, go I to the house? Oh, I definitely didn't know any of this. Oh, yeah. yeah. So this Holy always shit. gets worse. So he was like, you're a fucking whore. Why would you even go to a house with you guys in it? Like, And I was like, that was my best friend. Like, he was considered to be my best friend. Yeah. We dated for, like, a couple months. Like, and two you months with, like, 13 year brothers and, like, yeah. with all their friends I around. So, like, and brothers. I grew up with boys. So, like, yeah. I understand. Like, exactly. yeah, you think you're safe. So, like, yeah. they're like, hey, come over. And I was like, cool. And it's a hot summer day, so I'm wearing shorts. I'm wearing regular, like, shirt, tank top, whatever the fuck. I still remember what I was wearing because I had so many people asking me at the time. I'm sure. Like, what yeah. Are you wearing? Like, that type of shit. So, because it fucking matters. I, like it should not matter. That is important in context. We don't give a shit about what else. But yeah, so yeah. that happened. I told my ex he was being an ass about it. He used that as an excuse to take my virginity. <gasps> what? Yeah. He raped me. Oh my god. And I god. was like and he afterwards I was like, I didn't want you to do that. Like it was we were again, I had that whole like lean on your partner and blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he was like, Well, you were able to give it up for those two guys, why not me? And I was like, that's really fucked up. And he was like, what? That's what you did? You went over to that house with two guys. And that's nailed in my head oh so my many times. God. And he was like, you might as well go full slut now that you've gone half slut. <laughs> like, so awful. Like, calling me terrible things. Oh, my Being God. Being the so worst, sorry. most abusive person. And not just that. Threatening the person that assaulted me, Harrison. Yeah. Threatening him yeah. vehemently over Facebook oh Messenger. God. So he's threatening him. He's going downtown and, like, calling him out downtown while we're trying to have friends like you know like downtown when you're kids yeah such a different environment like i feel like now if i look at like downtown like westville where i grew up like that it's not the same environment anymore there's no like yeah. fun pumpkin standard and all those cool stores you can just go yeah. and browse in like it's a little teenager like, now. it's yeah. so bougie and so yeah. ugh now it's awful it's like walking through lord and taylor but like <laughs> <laughs> but like looking at that now i'm like Dude, like, he was, like, in the middle of a gymnasium, essentially, being, like, yo, fuck you, you're, you, fu- like, you fucked with my girlfriend, I'm gonna fuck you up, I'm gonna threaten you, oh he was doing all this God. stuff, and I was, like, stop, like, at fr- like, there were half of me, because, like, trauma me was, like, yeah, like, you should get your, like, ass beat for doing that, and then yeah. the other part of me was, like, oh, my God, stop, like, this is, like, only making it worse, so, it was, yeah. like, two halves of me, and then there's another half of me that's, like, this is just all wrong. And everything just felt wrong, but I was like, it started by something wrong, so all that was happening. Oh my god. And then, oh, it gets... And you were 14? Yeah. Oh, oh and it gets god. worse. So it gets so much worse. So, <laughs> I'm like, get ready for this fucking <laughs> But it gets so much worse because, like, I went to... I was like, we were fighting all summer. I was like, you fucking asshole, I can't believe you did this. And mind you, like, I'm still old me at this point. Yes. Old me is reacting of, like, like I feel yeah. like there's always a point in life where some part of you gets lost, and that was the part where this part gets lost, and I miss her. But she was like, how fucking dare you? Yeah, girl power. Like, fuck you. I can't believe yeah. you did that. You're a horrible fucking person. Like, they literally, like, locked me in a room with them at one point. They took my cell phone battery out of my phone, because back then... <laughs> Yeah, that's what you can yeah, do. Heard, yeah. they t- I have a vivid memory of them like taking it out, and showing it back to pants, and being like, "Come and get it, bitch," because I wanted to call my brother to pick me up. Like it was all kinds of fucked up. There's so much traumatic shit that happened that day, and I had to like sexually barter myself to get out of that room. I was like, oh "Let's play God. Xbox or whatever," and I was like, "You know, like people always ask, like, why didn't you leave when it happened?" And it's like because my brain was trying so hard to be like, "This is not that bad." Yeah. This is not actually this isn't that big of a deal. We're okay. Okay, I'm okay. People this scream when they're yeah. shot. They don't scream when like stuff like makes them feel weird like this. I don't know this feeling. I'm yeah. 14. So I was like, 
let's play Xbox. And I was like, if I get on and play Xbox, I'll show you my cleavage, like dumb stuff like that. Because I was like, anything to make this somewhat normal. It's like you're in like a, yeah. like a war zone mentally. Like yeah. anything to normalize this so I can get the fuck out of here. Yes. And like the whole time I knew like you're in danger, you're in danger and like all that stuff. So it's like, I tried leaving that place and all that stuff. So many details are like just gaslit back to me yeah. on that end. But um, so it gets worse when we're fighting all summer. And I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Because he started, oddly enough, <laughs> this mug got popular. Oh my God. Because they were like, he's the nicest kid. He would never do that. And I was like, <laughs> I, I didn't pick uh, on him. Yeah. Well, that's a conversation for you to have with whoever the fuck made him. Because I don't know. I didn't, yeah. I didn't create this model. I don't fucking know. Yeah. So he gets popular. And I was like, you know what? You deserve, you still deserve to go down for this. So I'm calling your dad. I'm like I'm not having my mom call your dad. I'm calling my dad. Is calling your fucking father. (laughs) And he's gonna know everything that you did. And I was so like this was like a like the moment number one of like adults failing a child. Oh god. I call his dad because he was like, no, don't call my dad. I'm so sorry. And I was like, fuck you. I'm calling your dad. (laughs) 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 Which I'm like, oh, like just writing something so I remember. So great. Uh, but anyway, so I'm like, I call his dad, and I was like, hey, this is all the stuff he did to me. He locked me in your room. Like, when your wife was there, she left. Like, they attacked me still after she left. Like, it was awful. Oh, my God. And he, like, I hear silence on the other end of the line. And he was like, <laughs> okay, well, don't call here again. And I was like, do you? And I remember, like, that moment, the whole axis of the world, like, shifted. Because oh it was, God. like, grown up not thinking this is... That, like, it was such an awful shift. Yeah, it's like, a shift, like shift your in whole, reality and your, perspective. Your heart just shits right out of your asshole. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh like, uh, and I remember being like, do you understand what your son did to me? Like, yeah. did you, did, did I have a bad connection? Like, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah, did you I not mean, hear me? Yeah, I was like, can you hear yeah. me now? <laughs> Fucking bad team over yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Like, he was like, don't call here again, okay? Goodbye. And he just hung up on me. Oh my god. And I was god. just like, What? The actual fuck. Like, I remember sitting there thinking, like, instead of me sitting there being like, yeah, justice, you're going to finally get it, and I'm going to hand deliver it to your ass. It was like everything flipped on me, and I felt dumb, and I knew I didn't have to feel dumb. I was like, I am not the person right now that needs to feel fucking stupid. No. And I was, like, again, it's like like that 30-year-old looking down at the 14-year-old being like, that is such an adult thought. And yeah. you're in the wrong fucking era to know oh, that. It's just so yeah. sad. Like, I feel so bad for, like, 14-year-old me going through all this. Because I was like, you were so right on every single level. Seriously. There are some things I'm not proud of and how I handled, like, the trauma of all of that, like, yeah. afterwards and stuff. But, like, so basically that happened, right? Then the next day is, like, the first, like, few weeks of school for high school. My first few weeks of high school, like, this is, like, brand new, best four years of your life, shit. Yeah. Oh, it's just the beginning. I like how we're coming from here, too. (laughs) This is a great first time. But, um, I basically went to school, and I remember, like, the first, I don't even know my principal yet, and I get called to the principal's office. Oh, my God. And I'm just, like, I don't even know where the fuck the office is. I don't even know where anything is. And having trouble. So Why I am I being summoned? Yeah. yeah. So I get there and it's like fidget myself. Go ahead. Fidget, fidget. <laughs> I get there and all this stuff is happening where like I am questioned. Like, do you know about like your boyfriend threatening him? Like his parents have called the school oh concerned about the threats that he was receiving over Facebook Messenger. I was like, did you see the parts where he was apologizing for sexually assaulting me? Yeah. And they were like. Well, those aren't substantiated claims, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, he's apologizing, like, in Facebook messages. Did you read all the messages? Like, or did his parents just print out the stuff where he's getting threatened 
by my ex, by my boyfriend yeah. at the time. He wasn't my ex yet. And they were like, oh, well, like, you know, these are the messages we have, and they're from my boyfriend threatening him to kill him. And, like, but the worst part about all this is, because during this time, like, I'm being told, like, don't say anything, like, from all of his friends. They're like, you're going to hurt a lot of people if you start opening your mouth, like, all that stuff. So I thought, like, so many people already knew. Yeah. And there were kids that were straight up bullying me not to say anything. And then at the time, I didn't know that my boyfriend was also messaging him he was threatening him but he was also saying hey if you give me like you know how much money can you get for me maybe i'll get her to shut up (laughs) and this is the same man who raped me for anybody who's not watching a video of this my jaw just hit the floor (laughs) holy fuck super fucked and i just remember sitting in that moment like and i'm like almost feeling it almost now which is like it's fine but like in that moment i was like trembling and i was like what and again like another axis tilt of like what the fuck is happening and it was just so 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 bad of like all this stuff happening and it just like i was like that was like probably the first moment of the real me that was like fuck you i'm calling your dad going to like i am a problem like i have like this problem that happened to me but now i'm a problem and i feel so ashamed to like fucking exist and then not only that like everyone's asking me like what were you wearing are you are you ashamed of being like you know you you were at a house with two boys like why weren't you with your like a normal girl would be with her girlfriends maybe but like you went alone that sounds like it's a town whore like uh, like that's the vibe i was getting and i was like no like he was my best friend like all this stuff and they were just like nope guess who got therapy out of this whole deal my abuser oh my god the person Seriously? who sexually assaulted me got therapy because he was threatened so much it was really traumatic for him Poor oh guy. it was really we traumatic. really want him to be like a functioning wall street guy one day so obviously he needs therapy oh my god <laughs> and he needs to just like atone with what he did and then i was sent to my kind of like guidance counselor's office at the school okay to talk about this because i was like there were so many points where I started cutting myself, and I was like, I, I remember that. Yes, I was. That's when I remember your mom called me and was freaking the fuck out. Yeah, and like for perspective, I'm five years older <laughs> than Christy, so, so she's fourteen, I'm nineteen at the time, and like I, we kind of instantaneously got this like big sister, little sister energy happening. Like, yeah, we just clicked very, very much so from right on we recharge each other a lot yeah we do we really do and it's so funny because today's the first time we've talked about that but it's true yeah. it very much is um so yeah your mom called me when you were cutting yourself mm. and that was something that i never did um but now later on i have also not had a ton of trauma yet at that age mm. at like 19 um but, like, now, as somebody who's been through it mm-hmm. and is also covered in tattoos, yeah. I kind of identify with why people do that. Yeah. Because you'll do anything to feel something, other, something <laughs> or other than what you're feeling. Yep. And tattooing did that for me. Yeah. Um, tattooing did it for me? Yeah. Now, yeah. A little bit of tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sorry, I didn't yeah. interrupt. No, no, that's a good point. Like point out though, I feel like yeah. it's more context to where it was. But like, yeah. that was when I started cutting. Like, I would have people relentlessly bullying me over this because it's they were really like, good "You old Samantha didn't know all this at the time because old Samantha, even at nineteen, would have <laughs> been like in a high school losing <laughs> shit, trying to fuck up teenagers." Well, like, well, if you want to feel better, 
and this is like, like almost like a breakaway. And it's, <laughs> I feel weird that like I can even smile so, like sharing this, but I think I'm just happy about how far I've come from it. Yeah, of and course. like I've always one thing that like it's almost like part of that party that I say is like fuck you, I'll call your dad. Yeah, I love her name. Yeah. <laughs> That's her name now. <laughs> yeah, I love um, that. But like fuck you, I'll call your dad. Kind of manifested more like oh god, I hate that phrase like, now because it's overused. But like I feel like that like kind of like transferred over to like. Yeah okay, I had this happen to me and I'm going to tell my story because it was wrong. Yeah. And like, regardless if anyone believes it yet, I will not stop telling it. And that right. was something that I have always been since it happened was like, I will tell this, I will make it amusing. I will add like context. Yeah, and like whatever. total shit. And I'm going to have people it. listen yeah. to it because like, fuck you if you think it's wrong. One day people are going to know it's not wrong. And me too happened. It's not, it's wrong now. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, and it's so, nice. it's so insane also like, I'm so proud of you in the sense that you spoke up for yourself, mm-hmm. at, even at a young age. Oh my God. I mean, still, <laughs> though, like, you still did that for yourself. And yes. there's, like, an honor in doing that. Like, mm-hmm. I have regrets about my own situation even now because I didn't speak up. Mm-hmm. And I I wonder about the ramifications for other people because of that. Yeah. So, like, at least you – I'm so, like, happy for you that you – you had that part of yourself so present at that time mm. to be able to be your own advocate. Like, it's a huge deal to, like, a 14-year-old kid to have that that hook yeah, that, that, that stamina, that oh, gusto. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. that's really something else. You know what's really funny, though? And it's something I point out every time I talk about this with people, like other survivors, too. Or, like, people who have been assaulted is, like, we – we put so much energy into thinking about how we reacted yes. and like we put so much comparison of our stories and yeah. I'm not saying like in a positive or negative way. Like we just say like, I wonder if I did what you did, it would turn out yeah. this way or if I didn't do it. And like, I sit here and people say that sometimes, like what you were saying before, like, yeah. Oh, like you had such a strong way of saying it. I'm like, that also caused me like a lot of fucking a lot problems. of grief and a lot of problems. But, yeah. but what I will say is like I think of that and I'm like, Oh, it's my way. wasn't like the best way. And then I realized I'm like, well, first of all, Maybe don't fucking touch me when I don't want you to touch yeah, me. There is no right <laughs> like, way. Maybe to we shouldn't be thinking yeah, that. Yeah, no, you did like so. Wow. Like that's like kind of my message to anybody out there who's gone through like sexual assault. It's like I wish I did X Y Z. Like every single fucking one, every variation of women who have gone through this yes. scenario, and they're all unique and different and horrible in their own special ways. Yeah. They're all just special little or men traumatized who's nuggets. been sexually assaulted, who's yes. been through something like that. Who's yeah. been through that and is like, I wish I responded to this trauma better. Yeah. It's like, how ridiculous is it that we think ourselves yeah, that right. way where we're like, we're like, damn, somebody punched me in the face. I wish I ducked. Like, no. <laughs> you wish they didn't punch you in the fucking face. Yeah, you know, that's, like, that's, there's, wow. There's, <laughs> a really, there's a really great, like, uh, thing I heard of someone saying, like, you know, if I said, like, I want spaghetti, and I get punched in the face every time I say I want spaghetti, the problem is not that I want spaghetti. spaghetti the problem is someone punching me in the face. face. Like, that is what oh it is. Oh, my God. That's so true, though. And I was like, that's the thing. Like, if anything, like, I don't think it's the key either, because it still sucks. Like, yeah. no matter what, it's always No matter how you slice it. Yeah. Like, that's the that's the one constant that happens with, like, every scenario, no matter how someone handled it. It, did, it yeah. never felt good, because yeah. you're still, you're right. even if you got, like, justice, you have, like, People who don't believe whatever happened, yep. or they don't they don't agree with that ruling, or whatever else. And happened. then there's also the people that look at you like 
Oh, are you a victim or are you a whore or are you like what? And it's like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm a person who had a really fucked up experience caused by another person. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you had a fucked up experience and like, regardless of what, like I, I find it so funny when people are like, just not think the boys out there these days because they might be accused. And I'm like, yeah, I know, like, what everyone's yeah. fear is. Yeah. Are you aware of how like, women walk around with their keys in their hands? Yeah. Just, like, like, we don't sit there and prepared. go, we don't sit there and go, like, it's not safe for robbers these days. They yeah. actually, like, everyone has ring cameras now. It's so not safe for robbers. Yeah. No, like, we don't want people fucking robbing. Like, yeah, that's exactly. the point. Like, it's so weird how we can get off topic with that. Like, it's 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 so ingrained in our heads of, like, self-blaming and, like, we could have control because we're, like, you know, we're natural caregivers in that sense. Like, all yes, that stuff. Yeah. And it's, like, well, maybe in the first place, the bad thing shouldn't have fucking <laughs> happened. Somebody didn't do this to begin with. Yeah, like, but yeah, yeah exactly. We should redefine our protagonist. No, totally, that is, you're absolutely right, but, though. Like, so that's, that happened, and I was just going through, like, such a rough time. I literally had kids who were like, you better shut up, stop talking about it. And I was like, I'm never going to fucking stop talking about it. But one of the worst experiences I had, oh, God, this is so much just random dumping. No, but, like, it's good, though. The yeah, worst, I think one of the worst, like, and the most embarrassing things and like, so many people can relate to this, I guess, but uh, I had, like, my crush slide into my Facebook DMs and be like, you should shut your fucking mouth, people are gonna get hurt. And it's like, you know, like, the, the modern-day feeling of that is when you, like, fuck a guy, roll over, and find out they're, like, a Trump supporter the next morning. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see, like, a Trump 2024 flag on the wall, and you're like, God damn it. You're like, oh, I feel violated, but also, like, why do I have such bad <laughs> Like, it was just a lot of that. Like, I had that happening, and I was like, fuck. Like, this is just the worst yeah. thing that can happen to a teenager. So, like, that's – but the, so I tell that story only, one, because I will never stop telling it. Good. Because um, all of it is fucked up. Every ounce of it was fucked up. The people that were uh, in the, it were fucked the up. The whole principle – you didn't even say that on here. We talked about that earlier, what your principal said to Oh, you yeah, know? when he was like, what were you wearing? Did you want to go? Yeah. Like, all that stuff. Well, I mentioned it with, like, the counselor, too. Like, oh, right. Going to the counselor – well, actually, my personal favorite with the counselor was um, – and suicidal ideation, figure warning, is yeah. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. And this was, mm-hmm. like, probably a month – like, not months um, – maybe like either the end of my freshman year or my beginning okay. of my sophomore year. Where I was like, okay. I am having, and mind you, this is the year anniversary of like all this shit blowing up. And I was yeah. like going to my counselor and I was like, Hey, I'm having like really bad panic attacks. I don't want to be here anymore. Like, I just feel like this whole world is fucked up. Like it literally like, if I can redefine what I was saying back then, back then I was like, it just feels like the world is all like, you know, like weird. And I, I, I don't belong here and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, no, the world is, yeah. <laughs> I just discovered this way too early. I've yeah. got like 50 years of working ahead of me yeah. having to act normal, and this is not cool. Like, I don't want to be here for that. Yeah. So it was like, no, I, I, I pass. Like, I, I'm like, hey, hard pass. Hey, hard pass on living, and I think that's a problem for you guys. So just coming and doing just the Just letting thing. you guys know. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just letting you guys know. Um, this is my formal notice of resignation. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> formal resignation from life. But I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. And I'm like, so miserable. And I can't stop crying. And I'm like, still being bullied. And my counselor was kind enough to say, Oh. You know, Christina, everyone else is really over this. And you, maybe it's time hey. for you to be over it too. Because you are the victim and... You know, it's just not good for you to hold on to this like this. It's not healthy. Like, you just have to let it go. Like, aren't you tired of it? 
And I was like, like the I um, was sexually assaulted by not one, but two people. And uh, here's a surprise for all of you that don't know. Also, secretly raped by yeah. my now boyfriend. I won't realize so, this until 15 years from what now. What the so. fuck? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my so God. So bad. She was like, maybe you should just like move on from this. Like, blah, blah, blah. And I was just like... Yeah, I'm never coming back to you. That fucking sucked. Oh like, I will say the God. fuck you, I'll, I'll call your dad, like, fuck you, I'll call your dad was always in the back of my head of, like, yeah, yeah that's fucking horrible advice. <laughs> like, I remember oh sitting across from her being, like, that's really, like, what you have? Like, I was, it was like, I that's had, like, your little, help. That's like, how you're going to aid me right little now? Little glimpses of, like, fuck you, I'll call your dad was coming yeah. through all the time where I was just, like, yeah, fuck you. Like, that's horrible fucking advice. Oh my Why God. would you ever say it? Like, you're not going to help me. You're not here to help me. You're here to fucking kill me. Like, yeah. you, you prefer to sit at my funeral and cry. Okay, cool. That's great. That's wild. So, so wait, if anybody's listening that's a high school counselor, <laughs> those are not the words that you use yes. if you have mm-hmm. somebody come to you with those it's concerns. It's not effective. <laughs> it's not effective. What's not effective? Zero out of five stars. Holy shit. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, so a lot of that was happening and stuff. And then, like, so, and the funniest thing, like... So the that, ADHD that, fidget between the two of us moving the chairs is very real. No. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> the funniest thing to me is, like, I wanted to... So, what college... I'm, like, you know, just miserable the next few years because I was, like, fuck all this. And everyone... I felt like everybody in my school knew about this. Because one kid would, like, harass me in homeroom. Oh, this is what I wanted to get to earlier, but I wanted mm-hmm. to end it. Probably because I didn't realize I wanted to land here. And I was like, <laughs> gonna land on this trip. But okay, anyway, so... For this particular one, there was this kid that used to mock me. He sat behind me in homeroom every day. My homeroom attendance my freshman year was abysmal because I did not want to sit in front of that kid. He would always taunt me to the point I cried every morning. It was like, oh and gosh. I can hear him so happy with himself that he made me cry. Yeah. And he would be like, he'd be like, yeah, you're a fucking slut. Like, I bet you fucking wanted it too. But you're like double digging. Like, it was like his visuals. Oh my God. If I had zero context to the situation and heard his visuals, I'd probably laugh too. Because yeah. <laughs> I'll give him yeah. that. Like, they were good. But, yeah. like, it was a horrible fucking way to, like, do that. He was taunting wow. me every day, and he was like, you're a fucking snitch, too, on top of that. Because everyone knew I went to the principal and got questioned and all that shit. Yeah. The cops had to come. Because there, sure, yeah. there, was, there was blackmail happening. Oh, my So, of course, God. I was labeled as horrible after all that. Because they were like, were you trying to get money and extort him? And I was like, I have no fucking clue my ex was <laughs> My boyfriend was doing this oh at the time. God. So, well, my bo- ex-boyfriend, obviously. We don't want to put my current boyfriend under that umbrella. But no. So, that kid taunted me every day. Did that, was completely satisfied. Every morning, was not happy. It was like his morning coffee had to make me cry before school started. Oh so I hated God. going to homeroom. My attendance was terrible. And the great news now. All right. All right. We're back. We're back. Sorry, technical difficulties. Here we I are. I left people on the edge of their seat. I don't know. I, don't, I might be able to edit it so mm-hmm. that it's just like a cut. But either way, <laughs> we're like back. My right? manic rambling will not allow you. <laughs> Probably not. To do that. Probably not, but that's okay. Okay, so we were talking about the boy teasing you in school. Yes, teasing me in homeroom and stuff, which is like so. I feel like I'm out now. I feel like I'm out there. He teased me in school is really upsetting, but like he teased me all the time. But great news is, I looked him up a couple years ago. He has been in and out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> He's really succeeding. And I in can't life. say how much joy. That oh my god, that's great. Because okay. I'm like, I'm like, well, you made my life shit. And guess what? The rest of your, your life, life is shit. shit. <laughs> yeah, good. So enjoy See, yeah. anybody who's in school, don't bully. Yeah. Because bullies do not win. And <laughs> I, I, while I am not a fan of our prison system, yeah, no, I, feel, yeah. Um, I am so a fan of him being in them. Yes. <laughs> so, 
Frank, Frank, especially that fucked up guy. Because you know oh what? You were fucked up to me. So like sometimes, yeah, we want karma. It's okay. We want to see karma, revenge, justice. Like that's I had like a really strong justice complex as a result of going through all of this. That's, well, that's why also a this. part of being a neurodivergent human. Yeah, like we have an innate sense of like, yeah, like right and wrong. As if like, it wasn't already being told the message that like <laughs> you're different and the world is not built for you. It came smashing yeah. into my face like a fucking mm-hmm. pie on a clown. Like, it's so bad. So that's that's like one piece. Like that, that that was something that I always thought was something that like set me apart from other people, and that mm-hmm. was what made me different. And everything was just trauma, and I never yeah. understood like. And also like growing up poor, like oh, I just like didn't understand what school was because of trauma. And it's like probably a little bit of ADHD as well. Yeah. So. But I don't. You don't have like the space, the privilege, the time to like yeah, really think about that. that. I yeah. didn't even know like I was ADHD until I was twenty six years old. That's so wild. Yeah. yes, I was like working corporate, and I was like, this seems really hard. And I was like, like exceptionally like, difficult. Yeah, I was like, this yeah. is a lot harder than than college. Yeah, I don't like this lack of structure and like just pick up these social cues and everything yeah. else. And, like yeah, organize, figure it out, and like under, like they don't even tell you when you start like in a corporate job. They don't even explain to you the game uh, <laughs> that you're playing. Yeah, no, they don't. Like you all. just come in and you're like, "Is this backgammon or check? Like, what? Is, <laughs> what, what am I doing?" And here. it's just like you will. Fi- that's me. You were hired for. Let's figure that out. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's like my first intro to like having like ADHD. But like, I feel like that particular experience, like one, also caused a lot of trauma and other side yeah, effects. Of course, yeah. But like. That was like really awful for me, and I had a lot of panic attacks like throughout the whole time. That's why I was throwing myself so much into music too. Cause, yeah, because like, like I always wanted to be like famous, and I wanted to yeah. be like a pop I star. And stuff. Yeah, but then like when that happened, I was like, oh, you're never like I had like Lady Gaga passion anger. Like mm-hmm. I was like, you will never not know my fucking name. Like that right. was kind of how it felt. And I was like channeling all of that for years, and it took me a long time to realize like it's okay to let that go. Yeah. Because, like, I didn't make it to Lady Gaga status. And, like, that's partially because there was a lot of trauma that I was yeah. not working through. And yeah. I wasn't, like, you know, there's, there's artists that, like, channel their trauma. And then there's people like me who, like, I was channeling trauma, but then I craved a normal life. And then I craved this. And I had the neurodivergent thing going on. And it was yeah. just so much. And I didn't have, like, the stars just weren't aligned properly for, like, someone like me in a world like this. Yeah. <laughs> to get, get like, it. very successful. And it takes a lot to, like, move on from that and be like, okay, we're going to place this down. And, like, maybe we'll come back to it. Maybe Maybe we won't. That yeah. sucks. So that was like what I did throughout college was like, mm-hmm. I just want to have a normal, and then people always like used to call my college Albright High School because there was so small that it felt like you were going to a high school. And I was like, perfect. Yeah. I need to redo. Yeah. <laughs> do over. I was like, let's do it over again and let's make it all drinking and having fun and smoking weed. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so like I went from being like a drug free kid, like I'm like yeah. taking all the deer pledges and everything. Straight edge as and well. believing drugs are the worst to realizing like no people are just the worst and yeah. like drugs are like cool. Yeah. At the time. And like, you know, I expressed all that in college and like lots I I the farthest I've gone is like doing shrooms. Like that's the actually yeah. shrooms was what prevented me from killing myself. So um not telling people. I was actually going to talk to you that about that, about uh, what yeah. your opinion on uh, microdosing, psychedelics is. Such a fan. I mean, yeah. I have, I think that there's certain people, and like, I think it's a real gift when you can have something like that that works so well for you. Yeah. And I also understand that it doesn't work well for everybody. Yeah, so, it's definitely not for everybody. Yeah, like, my yeah. mom could not fucking trip. Like, yeah, <laughs> she no. would not be. No, she's oh a, my she's God. She's an Italian woman. Yeah, it would no. be the worst time of all her life. Oh, but like, freak out. And she's definitely done her share of drugs when she was younger, but like, yeah. she's like, 
not in her gentle age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I'm like, I, I think a lot of people are like, I like control. Like my, my boyfriend's like that where he's like, I just don't like to feel like that crazy or yeah. like, whatever. Like I feel like the world is already fucked up enough and like, it'll be more fucked up for me. That's how I thought it would be. Yeah. And then I tried it and I was like, <laughs> well, that, was, that was how I first tried it was I came home from my first, like not my first, but like my first like adult relationship breakup really. Yeah. And I, I had moved in with the person and everything and like moved home. And I came home and saw my brother who was like living at home too. And he was like, I was like, I just want to like, you know, off myself again. I don't want to be here. This sucks. Yeah. The world continues to suck. Like update to my 15 <laughs> yeah. year old self. It's been about 10 years. Yeah, and and uh, here's the thing. Yep. I'm like, I am. Yep, I was like, I'm like 20, what, 27 at this point. I was yeah. like, yeah, this is ass. <laughs> this, yeah. still, this still sucks. Like this place blows. I hate yeah, this party. It's terrible. Yeah, I saw a video. It's like, Earth is ghetto. I'm like, yeah. so hard when I was tripping on my first trip like 
Oh, oh, so many trauma responses. So much of me trying to please other people yeah. and like mold into other people because when I was truly myself the last time was when I was like, fuck you up while your dad. Yeah. And like, uh, that person didn't get like any that acknowledgement. Person that person didn't get any had, validation. Yeah, fucking buried. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what happened. So, yeah, okay, this makes a lot of sense now that I have all these trauma responses. This makes a lot of sense that my relationships ending are like the source of a lot of my panic attacks. Like, at the yeah. time, I was getting full body hives, like every I remember. night. I remember that. was that. really fun. And I was putting a lot of it on TikTok. Yes, that's why I remember. Because <laughs> so I was like, who has chronic you to carry it? What up, bitch? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. so I was looking at that. And I was like, oh, like all the stress responses was like truly me. Like my inner child is fucking throwing tantrums. Yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. And I know people don't like to think about like, you know, inner child and stuff, but like, no, it's but the greatest thing. You know what's funny is that I just started earlier this year doing inner child work, and the realization that I came to is that regardless of what age we are, that little kid is still in there. Yeah. And whether or not that little kid is pissed or scared yes. or or just totally numb or whatever, yeah. we we're, we are always going to have that child inside of us because we will always have that history. We yes. were that first. Uh-huh. Like, we're just meat suits that grew up. <laughs> Into these adults, bigger bigger meat suits that are now forced to have like responsibility as adults. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's partially why, like, I think I call it parenting myself when I talk about. I love that. Yes, yes. Because I'm like that inner child. Like, it's not that my mom wasn't a good parent; she was an amazing parent in many ways. Like, she's nobody's fucking perfect. Like that, my mom was like so amazing at being a parent. Yeah, and. Like, there were circumstances beyond our control. That's pretty much, like, what it is. Like, whatever. So, I'm, like, thinking of, like, right now, like, my own personal healing is, like, parent yourself. And Mm. help yourself, like, kind of, you know, hey, we have to take showers every day. We have to brush our teeth in the morning. Yeah. This is shit you don't want to fucking do, but, like, you have to make yourself get up and do it. Yeah, like, self-care isn't a face mask. Yeah, exactly. And I hate that. I hate how, like how trivialized self-care mm-hmm. has become because it's like, yeah. oh, take a bubble bath. Like, and you need to buy $75 worth of shit. To yeah, exactly. Like, and it's like, oh no, God, like sometimes, yeah, mm-hmm. sometimes self-care is just getting enough sleep. Yes. Is just making sure that you're actually showering every day or it's whatever. Telling yourself like, no. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like being able to put limits and boundaries on yourself. Yes. And that's really hard to do. And I hate Some when it's like, easy. yeah, right? <laughs> like, well, when you're coming out of mental health crisis, it's yeah. definitely, it feels impossible, mm-hmm. you know? And like, oh my God, we've both dealt with suicidal ideation. And I think first, I think it's for anybody who's listening really clear for, at least for me, is that for me, there's a big, big difference between suicidal ideation on like the semi-regular basis that it happens as a neurodivergent person versus like being actively suicidal. Mm -hmm. Those are two very different things. Also, I'm going to include the suicide uh, prevention hotline number at the end of this and also some other information in the description um, about mental health services. But it's coming out of feeling like you are at rock fucking bottom and have no way out. Yes. The the most basic things mm-hmm. seem impossible. Um, and exhausting. Also exhausting. Can I, can yes, I quickly plug the suicide hotline. Yes. Oh, we've talked about okay. yes, please. Ten out of ten. Yeah. Well, because <laughs> you're the person who told me that like you don't have to just be 
You can be stressed. You can be like, hey guys, I'm really stressed out. Yeah. Like, and, and that's that was not their calls. That's, I had no it, idea. I didn't know that either. I called them because I was like, okay, I'm at a point, but I also like I'm like we talked about earlier, like I'm very good at gaslighting myself and being yeah. like, this is not an emergency, because like that's what I've done my whole life. Yeah. So it was fine. Like, and like fine. as an age group, I feel like millennials were like professional. We're very much the dog. Well, like, the dog in the room on fire. Yeah, yeah this like, is fine. It's fine. That's it's us. Fine. Yeah. yeah exactly. But like I have to say that the suicide hotline, and there's a lot more hotlines now that are available, which is okay. really great. Like I love that there's like even like if you have a job or anything like that, this is me advocating now. But like oh, that's great. <laughs> if you have a health advocate, I'm using one. Like I love them. They're great. They help you read into your policies. They help you understand if like you're reacting to something normally like they have behavioral specialists no they can connect you to yeah if your company has a health advocate fucking amazing use it That's highly great. recommend that they are so useful health advocate eap is like the employee assistance programs that okay. give you like free 10 free sessions of therapy or something like that mm -hmm. but like you can get like your starting ground up and it's kind of like a i would say like a step below but like more wide topics mm -hmm. because medical advocates help you with your insurance and like with diagnoses and like finding doctors setting appointments and tracking like even if you're doing like a leave or anything like that they help you track your paperwork and then like the eap helps you with anything like family health financial health like you can get connected with financial advisors through it so there's so many things you can use that's fantastic I yeah know and beyond idea. that like i know there's a lot of state benefits too like for it there are like mental health hotlines and things like that yes that you need to yeah. talk about it and like sexual assault support hotline, which no. i did not know existed i have not called one yet yeah. So I can't necessarily like vouch for everything on it, but I imagine if it's anything like suicide prevention hotline. Yeah, it's and I feel like a fucking, you know, white bitch talking about her spa day, but like 10 out of 10. <laughs> Such a wonderful poll. And it's so funny because like I, the, for me at that time, I don't know why everybody else in the world calls, but I know they get busy. Um, but like for me at the time, like all I needed at that time, I didn't need someone to solve my problems. Like, I think that part no. of the thing is you feel like you have such these huge problems that you're yes. never going to get over. And you're like, well, I'm not ready to solve them. So I'm not calling the suicide hotline yet because, like, I don't know what that calls. Like, well, I'll tell you what the fuck it's like. It's <laughs> you call in and you just get the most. And hopefully, like, I think that everyone's trained so well on it. Like, I have only called it once. But the person I got was incredible. Mm -hmm. And it's like you get somebody who is just going to validate your situation. That's it. It's not even like a... Sometimes that's all you need. That's all you need. Like, I had someone who listened to me, and instead of saying, well, have you tried yoga? Like, nothing yeah. like that. You get have people you tried who, yoga for a walk? Have you like, tried walk? Yeah, and I also want to walk in front of a bus. Yeah, exactly. So, like, I can't yeah. trust it outdoors. But, yeah. like, this woman was just like, that sounds really terrible that you're going through that. I'm so sorry. And, and like, like, I heard that, and I was just like, thank you. <laughs> it is. Yeah. really terrible. She, and she was like, just repeating yeah. shit back to me that I was saying, like, from her perspective, as if, like, because I feel like when you're in that state, you also feel so alone, you don't feel recognized. So, yeah. like, you don't feel like I feel like these people you. are trained yeah. so well to, one, hear you, and two, mm -hmm. echo that back to you as if it's their thoughts and not yours. Yeah. So, like, my person was like, you are such a, you sound like such a caring person, and it sounds really bad that that person's, like, doing this to you. I'm so sorry that you're going through that. That sounds terrible. Yeah. You know, and, you know, tell me a little bit more about the situation. Like, it's like you have the space wow. to talk about something on that. And you have someone who's going to sit there and, like, de-escalate you down. Because I was just having a panic attack when I called. Yeah. And she was like, it's okay to feel it. Like, 
they, they're like, we know you're not going to die from a panic attack. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Like, we're not going to panic like your friends will or treat you weird or whatever. Yeah. I'm a faceless, like, fucking person. Yeah, and also I feel like even if you're lucky enough to have people in your life that you can talk to mm-hmm. and whatever, like, I know that I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for the people that I have, but, like, sometimes just by default they go into like problem solving mode. yes a thousand and percent. it's worst. like i'm always so grateful but also like that's not what i like i for me this can't be solved right yeah. now like i just need you to listen and be compassionate and to that the suicide prevention hotline does that like is such a validating thing for people. Mm-hmm. I love it. I, I didn't yeah. know that you could just not be. I thought you had to be like on the edge. Yeah. Like no. the fact that you can just call them and be like, "Hi, and I just need to talk to somebody for a little while, please." It's <laughs> kind of fantastic. Yeah, like, incredible. Yeah. And the mo- the funniest part, like, I, maybe this is a neurodivergent thing, or maybe it's just like us existing as humans thing. Yeah. Um, but like that's what anything like I started therapy well before I had a mental health crisis like I started therapy when I felt like something was getting somewhere and like when I've I've done like burnout um like big uh workshops on burnout and stuff like that and the one thing that I worked with my aunt like I consulted with her for a lot of the training because I was like listen I'm not a therapist but I want your consult on this to tell me if it's like approved and these coping methods I looked up are like valid yeah and she was like no this is great like and I'm great glad that you framed it in like the business sense and she was I was like you know I think the main thing is because I was what I was creating wasn't like a hey you're burnt out I'm gonna solve it in an hour because no that's never happened no but like what I had was like a preparedness kit of like recognizing the signs of burnout because yeah. it's not, it's like a set of dominoes that start to go down. Like mm-hmm. your fitness goes away. You're not moving your body the way you used to. You just take yes. walks. You stop taking those walks. Oh, you're no longer like showering every day. You're no longer going to the doctor on a regular basis. You're no longer yeah. connecting with a church or your own like spiritual yeah, connection. You to enjoy. Your things that you enjoy it's are not It's very like done. similar to that of like you're going into a stage of like nervous breakdown. Exactly. Everything is just system's so dysregulated. Yes. I described yeah. this to my therapist the other day actually of like, uh, like basically how I would have a panic attack or like a realization that like I can't do this and I need to stop for a minute mm-hmm. is it's like when you see a city blackout happen you see oh. chunks of a grid starting to go down oh wow that is an excellent description. and like when you're thinking about that if I'm seeing like a couple that de- go down there's a few still up I'm not gonna sit there and go well we still have a couple of grids up yeah so fuck those other people like no, yeah. you're gonna go. We need to get all these grids back. Like, what's yeah, happening? The city is not working. Running. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, that's how I've been viewing it. Is like, you know, you don't have to wait for the whole fucking city to go black. You can just have a block out. Yeah. And you have to address that block. Yes. You know, like that's kind of how you wild keep it because I definitely never ever would <laughs> think like that on a regular basis. And I feel like <laughs> I feel like only in the last little bit have I been able to even recognize burnout mm-hmm. in myself and in other people truly like you see people that are just kind of like oh they're not themselves like, yeah not like... whatever <laughs> but it's like no they're fried yeah like, they're, they're done yeah yep my brother actually like called that out like at one point when I stopped at my house and I was like getting really bad burnout yeah I like stopped home picked something up and I was like okay well I gotta go and I didn't stay to talk to him like normally I'm like what's up buddy like guess what I did yeah, once he's art I did look at my phone like it was just yeah. so much shit because I have, like, little sister, big brother syndrome. Yeah, but time. you're also a pretty, like, naturally bubbly person. Yeah. So you like you like talking and you like telling people that. about stuff. You just and, talk like, all day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Like, you yeah. know, and to not have that. Like, yeah. yeah. And, like, my brother actually, I didn't know my brother did this. He didn't tell me, but he t- called my mom and was like, 
Christina just came over and like wasn't herself. Like something's yeah. wrong. And I remember telling my mom like something's wrong, and she was like, you know, your brother even saw that. Um, and like my brother is like, I've seen our home videos, and he was a shit to me growing up. Yeah. But watching our home videos, like he would always be looking out for me, like protecting me or trying to pull me away from like curbs and stuff. Like yeah. he was very subtly like, that's my sister, and I'm gonna make sure she's like taken care of type of thing, which is yeah. great. So for him to notice that it was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah. I definitely have things to work on and stuff. But, like, it's really funny and something I'm still working on in therapy is, like, you don't need to be, like I said, full blackout to yeah. be like, we need help. We should call a suicide hotline. You can call them when one thing's out. Or when you're yeah. just afraid of something going out. When you're at capacity and you're realizing it's going to overload your grid. Yeah. Like, that's literally, when like, I'm starting to take such a city metaphor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's true. Like, you can call for help. You can do all this stuff and be like, Hey, I'm ringing bells because I see signs and I don't want to get there. And my aunt was very big on that too. And I was creating the burnout thing. She was like, I don't like when I get patients and I'm like, you will need to be put on a medical leave because of how bad your burnout is. Yeah. Because you come to me too late at this point. Like we need an aggressive way to get rid yeah. of this versus like someone coming in and saying, well, I just need to handle things a little bit better. And I also want to work on some shit because I yeah. feel like it's bubbling up. That she can work with. And she can still work with you, yeah. obviously. Like, if you're at that point, it's no shame in being at that point. Because, again, we're not – we're so coaxed to not recognize. And then, like, work-life integration happening with COVID. Like, yeah. people can work from home and, like, phone. Making that separation. We are, yeah. we are so integrated with, like, everything and connecting with, like, everything at once. Yeah. That it's, like, yeah, burnout is on the fucking rise. Like, it, it is. Absolutely. It's a huge thing that's going on. And there's no shame in having it. Like, no. You're, if you don't, if you have a pulse, like you're probably going to feel burnout at some point. Yeah. I felt burnout during COVID. Like that's, oh, yeah. you can't, and there's nothing wrong with that because the whole fucking world collectively went through shit. So, yeah. That was like a universal trauma for sure. Oh my yeah. God. I will say though, COVID was one of like a really good time for me, oddly, because oh, was it? I was, I will say like I, my, me and my ex, like we're still like kind of like sort of, we're not friends per se. Yeah. And I don't respect like some of the parts of how we broke up, but who does? Who sits there and goes, we broke up. Okay, maybe you. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, anyone, anyone who's like, we broke up so well. We both agreed. It was like wonderful. Nobody does that. I mean, it wasn't in the beginning like yeah. that. But now it's like, okay, this was for the better. But yes, yes exactly. I yeah. I, uh, I like a same like, level of respect. And all of my exes, because I was like, you know what? I don't pick bad people. Like, I don't date bad people. Yeah. A lot of people I have dated, they are good people to some degree because I like them and I dated them. Yeah, some I had to see something good. And I'm not going to sit here point. and create a shitty, unfucked narrative of, like, you just date assholes. <laughs> yeah. Like, now we're getting assholes to, so, like, show that. So, like, yeah. I've always been like, I date good people and these are good people that just weren't mine. And I was like, I don't need one. I don't need yeah. every guy. Um, I fuck, I forgot the point that I was getting to when I was talking about this. Mm. Oh, are we going to do some ADHD work right now? Can we? Mutual brain work? What were we talking about? Okay. <laughs> we were talking about burnout. We talking about burnout. And we were talking about... Oh, COVID being the best time for Yay, it. Yay, Woo! This is how an ADHD brain works for all of you neurotypicals out there who are like, how does that work? That's what's happening in our brain. No, we're going to backtrack. Except it's just one person. Forward. Yes. It's just internally one person. We did this. We did this outside yeah. on the porch, and I was like, I have never had teamwork <laughs> ever in my ADHD life, and that was great. Figure it out, and we did it. But that's yeah. literally when I walk in a room, my brain's like, we were coming into a peanuts gallery. Oh no. Oh ah. Okay. And yeah. I'm like, Sam. Yes. Oh my god. Ridiculous. Yeah. Stuff. But I had a great time during COVID, and like I give that to like I was in a very nice relationship then. Yeah. You know, at the time I was in a, we were having so much fun. We would yeah. order like during COVID, and I like I hate to sit there and say like I had so much fun during a world plague. <laughs> <laughs> 
But like, have you heard what I've been through? Like, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> I'm like, and oh I don't have to be around anybody. You know, great. It gets away with me away from people. And I, I feel better because my aunt was telling me too, like a lot of her patients were like fucking thriving Yeah, COVID. A lot of people And were, like, listen, yeah. we're not thriving because we're a bunch of billionaires throwing parties in our apartments. We are thriving because we don't have to fucking mask. Yeah. For like a year and a half. Yes. Like you could just sit there, fidget. You can like listen to loud fucking music. You can put on your yeah. sensory headphones. You don't have to go to and talk to anyone about their fucking weekend. No. Like, Woo, it was no like, awkward small talk, no pretending to care no, about the weather. And if you are, it's in text and you have time to think about a response. Like, yeah. You don't understand, like, the neurotypical, like, <laughs> the neuro- neurotypical environment that, like, corporate is. And, oh, like, God. Yeah. Neuro- I think that's why there's such a trend of, like, people caring about neurodivergence and, like, yeah. neuro, uh, neurodiversity is, like, a big thing, too. Yeah. Is that we all realize we work differently. Like, yes. people were Your able brain's to... All... Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. oddly enough, work-life integration does cause burnout, but it also, like kind of helped people with ADHD. Like a lot of people are like, well, it's not healthy for you to like not to clock out and not think of, and like think about work. And I'm like, dude, my day is everything all, all at once. It's yeah. not like we don't have 9 a.m. we're at work and then we clock out. Boop, boop. Like, no, no, I don't clock out. My brain will never clock out. Yeah. I'm thinking about like work like right now. Like I'm always thinking about work because yeah. that's just how my brain works because everything is happening right now. Something is happening. If something's in progress, it's all happening now. Yeah. That's why when people are like, well, you're just waiting for me to respond to your email. I don't understand, like, why you're saying that takes so long and that's, like, cutting out your productivity. I'm like, yeah. because all day I am also thinking about your email that has to come through and how I have to respond to it. And my time anxiety is, like, we're going to forget. We're going to forget. We're going to time. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. And I think that that's something that, like, a lot Nobody of people gets that don't. Yeah. Uh, something I just realized recently, actually, was how Jose, specifically my ex-husband, he he does have a bit of like adult onset ADHD, but mm-hmm. he is pretty much you know very linear thinker. Yeah. And he was talking to me about how like he just gets up and does things. Like in the morning, his body just wakes up, and like his habits are not these like forced routines that he has to have. Yeah. He can just do them without thinking about them, and I'm like, you can do things without thinking about them. Yeah. Like, because I have for to me, it's like. I have to consciously make every choice. Yes. There is no hardwired habit. It yeah. is every single day mm-hmm. I have to make conscious choices to do the things that I need to do. Yes. And I feel like people who are neurotypical don't do not understand like ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah. notebook, right? Yes. Um and it's like when he told me that I was like, wait. So it takes no effort. Like mm-hmm. there's no no mental like space being taken up by the fact that you know you need to go brush your teeth in a little mm-hmm. while. Or yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yes. that's so true. And it's so funny because like my therapist was just telling me like that's time anxiety, and I found out that that's a thing. So I, I didn't know that panic. was a thing until a little while ago. See, yeah. I don't always share what I learned in therapy. <laughs> but she was like, oh, time anxiety. I think she's like a lot of my neurodivergent like diversion like not employees. Fuck me, what's happening? <laughs> a lot of my neurodivergent like patients have shown time anxiety, and any mm-hmm. mostly ADHD shows that. And yeah. I was, she was like, it's because like you are aware of your symptoms of ADHD <laughs> and time is currency to you. Yes. Because it is yes. spent. Like that's, yes. it's, it is spent. It's not yeah. like, oh, it just took this long. Like, no, it might take an hour, but I don't know because I have time blindness and I don't know shit. Yeah. And I'm so afraid that I'm going to have that, oh, fuck, like, goddamn it moment. I feel like even if I do, mm-hmm. if I like 
plan well my timing because I'm definitely a person who's like, okay, well, I have to be there at 2, which means that yes. I need to leave at one fifteen, which means that I need to be in the shower at, you know. Yeah. And like, oh, my God, we're all groups like that, so, too. Yeah, oh, we all, I think that's, like, a general thing so as far weird. as, like, neurodivergent people. But I, maybe I'm wrong, but I know a lot of us do that. Yeah. And that I lost it. It's gone. No. <laughs> About the typical thinking of like I have to be somewhere to to be there. Oh, and like time paralysis about how like I can't think about anything other than like that appointment at that time. But no, there was something else. Time blindness. Time blindness going backwards with this. Oh, even if I do all that and like I'm doing great, somehow I'll still do something that yes. fucks up the timing and I'm still late. Like, and I'm like, what the Why did fuck? I decide to bake muffins? God yeah, damn it, like, like 20 minutes before I had to leave. I'm like, like I've been all day long. Well, I suddenly look up garlic confit and now I'm at the grocery store. What is yeah, that? Like, what did I have to leave? That literally, yeah. yes, that's yeah. a thousand percent. Yeah. Thought. And I, what I wrote down was restaurant menu. You. Because, oh, yeah. like, I feel like so. I'm uh, me and my famous analogies. Yes, I love it. Yes. So, like, I think of it like if you're able to get up in the morning and be like, I just get up and I brush my teeth and I get, but of course, like, that's the thing I do. It's not a routine. It's just like you do that when you yeah, get you up. Do the things. Yeah. And they're habits. They're not routine. Yeah, no, they're habits, habits. because they're so, just naturally there. And you were like, I have to make a conscious choice. And I was like, that is so. Like, if you go to a restaurant and you're a neurotypical person, there is one menu you have to look at, right? Yeah. It is, I, what do I want to eat, right? That's it. Yeah. You go in, you go to your table, you sit down, what do I want to eat? Mm-hmm. Now, an ADHD person in mm-hmm. this scenario, mm-hmm. I am not even in the fucking restaurant yet, <laughs> <laughs> and I have choices to make. Yeah. <laughs> like, what hand goes on the handle? Like, which, which menu do I pick of that? And then I go in, and what, oh, by the way, we didn't even know what we were wearing. What are we wearing to the restaurant? We yeah. have to think about that. Okay, we're going to go in. Are we going to say hi to the waiter? Are we going to, like, be a jokey person with the waiter? Are we going to be super respectful with the waiter? Are, are you going to absolutely tell the waiter you love them? Yes. Like, we, and then what? they get super Are we going to call them mom? Yeah. What mood are we in today? Like, that, are we trying to make this a funny, like, date at the at dinner? Are we trying to make this, like, a fun thing? Are we trying wow. to, like, romance and sex? And, like, are like, we going to steal a plate? Yeah, <laughs> right. Are is we this, stealing silverware? What are we, are we doing? Oh, like, yes, exactly. Like, how how feral are we getting at this dinner? Are we ratchet or are we laughing? And are we going are? to the table and accepting it, or are we going to challenge fate and ask for another table? Like, what are we... <laughs> There are so many things happening. There are and so also, many factors. Uh, also, like, is this a good restaurant? Do we like the decor? Does it look good? Like, <laughs> Am I comfy? And Are before, there too many people? Before you fucking know it, that person has already picked out what they want to eat because they're sitting at that table the whole fucking time <laughs> and you're not at it yet. If you pipe. still have so many options, <laughs> that is how it is. <laughs> oh my god. This is like the classic, like when you see people arguing over, like, well, what do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? Like, I can't make decisions. It's like, I don't know. And like, I'm in a relationship with somebody who also has ADHD. So, in between the two of us, it's like, well, I guess we're just not eating. (laughs) My boyfriend does not, like, he does not have ADHD, but he, like, he does have different things where I'm like, huh, you know, I can accommodate. (laughs) 
like we we watch TV with captions on. Like, okay. Okay, we're one, like I've seen like people throw hate on that, but like I actually like I recently joined. I recently joined the caption community, and I have to say, <laughs> caption community. And I have to say, I am a full crossover. <laughs> this is great. I love that I can eat loud food. Yeah, and know what everyone's saying. Yeah, and like, there's never a moment in any show where I'm like, "What do they say?" Yeah, just that you know. We know know every plot. (laughs) It's just everything and everyone's name. And yes, Yes. and like that's one thing that me and Chuck have melded on so well because he has introduced me to captions. And at first, I was like, at first, I felt like almost an ick because I was like, "Am I supposed to be icked by this?" Like, I feel like everyone hates on captions. Like, Like, people use captions. Yeah, me as a thing. And then I was like, "Oh, I have like a normal." fucking IQ. I can read and watch this. Yeah. In fact, this is great because it's something for me to do while I watch the TV show. Yeah, exactly. It occupies the other part of the and brain. And for him, it's a great thing because sometimes I just randomly bust out like, what would you do if I was a worm? And he just sits there and is like, I still know what's happening on this show and I'm going to pause it now to answer your question. Yeah, it's like, wait, what? <laughs> but yeah. He is like so funny because he can't talk and watch TV at the same time. Oh, that's funny. So like, he'll try it. Like, if he's not very invested in the show, but if it's something he's really into, he's like, pause. he will pause it and be like, I need to focus. I am in like, another world yeah, yeah, right yeah. now, and now I'm back. What? Oh, that's funny. And I'll be like, I just want to know if you love me, but okay. <laughs> and he's like, okay, and I do. And you interrupt your whole world. And he'll just be and like, just... he'll be like, I do, I do, okay. <laughs> can, I, can I turn it back on now? Is that okay? Exactly. <laughs> and I saw something somewhere like on a TikTok comment where someone said like, and I feel like he does this to me, but he doesn't say it this way. But this person apparently was like my partner. It was about like my partner is so supportive of my ADHD, like yeah. they blank. And this person was like, oh, anytime I'm rambling on a story, my boyfriend helps me because he just goes, babe, land the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Brian will just look at me and be like, after I'm done with my story, and be like, you've already told me that like five times. Yep. Just Char- so Charles will sit there and just be like, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh <laughs> and my I know God. that he's like, he's half listening now at this point. And I'm like, you're just letting me get these details out. And I love it. You're just like, appeasing me. I don't, Thank you. I don't care if these, the spaghetti sticks. I don't care. Yeah. I just need to get the spaghetti in the wall. I just need to get the wall. It needs to bounce off your body somehow. <laughs> That's all I need. The sound waves just going yep. and hitting you. That's what brings you joy. I don't even care if you're listening. But that's oh legit how it is with him. It's great. That's awesome. No, that's so good. And that's so healthy. I'm glad that you like... Oh, I love my relationship. I love... No, and I know that, like, we were just saying while we were in break <laughs> that, like, he is who helped you get back into music as an adult. Yes. And yes. I think that that's such a beautiful thing because you were so passionate about it when we were young. Mm-hmm. And it... To, like, as you said in the very beginning, like, letting that go... Yes. ...is something that's not easy. Mm-hmm. But also, now you found a way to kind of bring it back into your life yeah. and with somebody who is also a musician, which yes. is super cool. Amazing. I love that for you. And uh, low pressure. Like it's I met a large he has a very large group of like musicians that he's friends with. That's he's cool. in other bands. So like he's introduced me to so many people that are just like we just do it for fun. Like, yeah, we're yeah. not we're not trying to be dicks about it. Like, yeah. I'm like I'm like, there's a way to not be a dick about yeah, it. Yeah, there's like, a way what? to not be completely consumed by it. Yeah, like, like, I was like, we don't sit here and just go like, I breathe and die and cry over it every yeah. day. Like, no, really? Wow. Like, so like that's nice. That whole community is absolutely, and they're all so fucking talented. That's great. Like incredible musicians. I've never seen a weak link. Weak link. Like everybody is absolutely amazing at what they do, and they just are fucking having fun. That's awesome. Yeah, Rawway. Lots of fucking great people in that crew. That's really cool. <laughs> but that's yeah, really, really great. So like, that's great being introduced to that, but also just like, hey, it's okay for us to write a song and hate it and not do it. 
Like we were, our first few dates were actually recording songs. Our first song. That's so cute. Yeah. Our first song that we ever finished, like our first kiss was after we finished our first song. Oh my God. We like recorded it. He did the piano. Like we played a game where he would give me three word associations and I'd give him three letters of like what would be notes. Yeah. And then he'd make a chord progression and then I would make, write music to based on the prompts. Oh my God. And it was a game we were playing with each other like for a while. It was a great game. That's so cool. Yeah. We've been lazy fucks about it lately. No, and we but that's know still but we so love, cool. Like, I love that that's our intro is like reconnecting through something we mutually love. And yeah. it's like, friend wise. His cat made a move on me before he did. <laughs> what do you mean? Which was super. <laughs> super what do you mean? So we did our recording one day. Like, I'm like coming over and like at this point I was like, I'm just going as friends. I'm not going as like dating you or yeah. whatever. And we hadn't kissed yet. So it was just like, you know, we knew we liked each other. And like, everyone was like, now kiss. And you know, like, that yeah. thing. And I was, like, I was like, okay, fine. And I'm sitting on the couch and he's like, oh, let's watch a movie after. And I'm like, okay. And like, mind you, this takes a really big, like, trust step for me. Because like, that whole part of like, me watching shows with other people is like, a very oddly intimate thing too. Like, I don't do yeah. it in friend capacity with people often because like, of what happened to me. Yeah. Part of it was watching stuff and like on TV while we were, I was trying to like get over stuff. So it's weird. I don't like to do that with friends, but like he was someone where I was like, well, he's like a friend that I want to be romantic with or like yeah. whatever. And it was a very weird parallel of like, not parallel, nothing like that person, but it was a very weird, like vulnerable, like we're kind of like rewriting, not rewriting history, but like, but, yeah. re- like healing history at this yeah. point. Like having like a platonic movie watch. In a way. Yeah. yeah. I was like, we're having a platonic movie watch. We're watching that. And his cat comes up next to me. His little paw just puts it on my thigh. <laughs> it's just his paw. It's not his fucking whole body. He's not He's like just... perched. He literally sits there and just. <laughs> and you're just like. Flat out. And I was just. I look up, he goes, oh, Winston likes you. And I was like, yeah, he does. I was like, he made a move on me before you. <laughs> and that was like the first talk of us like ever like acknowledging like, yeah, we like each other. Like, oh, that's so cute. cute. So he's like, thank God Winston broke the ice. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you, Winston. I know. And of course, I have a great little wingman. That's fantastic. <laughs> and of course, I moved downstairs and the rest is history. Like, oh, wow. wonderfully happy. And I'm in a house full of wonderful people. Like, I love my house. I love where I live. I love my, like, whenever I had a horrible day, like, at work, and I was crying after work, and I just felt so awful, and I went upstairs, and, like, they were, like, making food, because I was, like, telling Chuck that I was having a horrible day, and he was like, well, come up, we're, like, watching a movie, and we're just hanging out, like, whenever you're done with work, and I worked so late that night, I was so stressed out, I was, like, working on an event thing, and I was, like, Oh my god, like just like tears seeping out of my face. Like not crying, not actively upset, just like yeah, leaking. Yeah, I was like, I'm just leaking. Actually, that's what I was fucking saying. (laughs) (laughs) I have it happened. Because I was laying there and they were like they have no control. They're just coming out. I can talk to you normally. I was like, I'm totally fine with laying here and crying if that's okay. I'm just gonna leak all over your cap. And Chuck was like, Okay, come here. And he just like leans me and I was like cuddling him. Balan, who's like my landlord, makes me a plate of dinner that you can like cook. They were like, because every now and then we'll both like cook too much and just give each other food or whatever. Yeah. So he made me a plate. He was like, okay, eat something because they both knew I didn't eat all day. Yeah. And it just felt like I had the most like loving, like, okay, well, you're going to fall apart over here and leak and like we're going to snuggle and we're going to watch a movie. Like, we're, yeah. So him and Balan were like acting so normal and like it was everything I needed in that moment of like, oh, that's I beautiful. just need, I was like, I just need a place where people are kind of like peacefully existing that like, 
aren't going to look at me weird for crying, but will also just accept that I will be a melting yeah. thing in the corner yeah. right now, and I'm not, like, in the mood. But they don't need more than that for me. They're cool with yeah. that. Yeah, and they're, yeah. like, giving me pep talks about my job. They're like, well, you know, there's times where we see you and you really like your job, too, so, like, maybe it's not all bad. Like, and they're just saying the nicest stuff, and I was yeah. just, like, I felt so enveloped and, like, love but also like That's i had so, so much space to fucking fall apart yeah which is so nice though. So I'm over it. It's oh, great. that's so yeah. great. It's really, really lovely. I'm really, really happy for you. You yeah. have so much going on that's, like, so, so, so positive. So <laughs> um, and I know that this is something you wanted to touch upon, uh, like, your health journey that you're on. And you're laughing. But, like, I'm really, like, when you go through shit, it's so hard. This goes back into how we were talking about self-care. It's yeah. so hard to do the necessary things that your body needs. Yes. Like I said, self-care is hard. So yeah, it is. is. But, like, yeah, my self-care biggest piece for me that I wanted to talk about is, uh, is like, you know, like, some people are like, oh, yeah, I used to be fat. Like, I used to be fit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to be a total fucking gym rat. Yeah, And, like, straight-up eating disorder, which is probably what destroyed my entire body partially and, like, Cause we know we can't just have one thing. Like I no. have to have a whole barrel. Not at all. Like I, <laughs> I have like a couple of TikToks of me talking about this, but I was like, you ever just feel when you have like a lot of things going on at once, like general anxiety, depression, PTSD, several other things. Yeah. Like yeah, that's gonna feel like a lot to some people. Like you're gonna start being like, like oh that's my ADHD. Oh that's my trauma. Oh that's my anxiety. Yeah. Like and they'll just be like. Is there anything it isn't? And it's yeah. like, you know what? So you're like making excuses. Exactly. And they give you that look like, <laughs> yeah, like they give you that look like, whoa there. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I think you're utilizing this quite a bit. And it's like, uh, no, you think I don't sit there and look at myself in the morning and go, do we really think we have this many problems? And then when they all fucking pop up at once, you're like, yeah, we do. <laughs> we do. We do, like, actually. Yes, even when we deny it, it's still there. It's still there. It doesn't Shit. matter how much we want to compartmentalize exactly. it. Exactly. So like this. <laughs> So let's touch on the lots of things. Yeah. Right? One of the lots of things is having an eating disorder growing up. Yeah. And having a lot of disorder, like working out and being a total fucking gym rat. Yeah. Uh, and some of it was great. I was a cheerleader or whatever else. But um, I have to say, I looked at your LinkedIn and on your LinkedIn, you're like, oh, oh my God, I loved it. I'm too bad now, like HR. Oh, yeah. How I, I support people, and I'm like, oh my God. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. I can still help people make their successful place. I love it. Oh, it's so cheesy, but so cute. I, I know. I went it. such a, so, so meta. Yeah, it was perfect. But, um, so, but like that means. So I used to be a very, 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 very fit girl. And I would never judge another person ever. Mm -hmm. But like I always, like my mom, I've worked out with her a lot. Mm -hmm. And she's been plus size her whole life. And it's not her whole life, but like a majority of her life. At yeah, this point. her adult And life, like yeah. she struggled a lot when we were doing like boxing classes and, and whatever fucking cult I decided to join fitness. Yeah, school. she was totally she in was with you. In, yeah. And she was laying in the corner doing half the moves. Like, yeah. But she was always in. I was like, Mom, you're going to get it one day. Like, I'm yeah. so proud of you. But, like, mind you, I'm like, I'm so proud of you. You're going to, like, do so good one day. Like, yeah. <laughs> and now I'm getting the wonderful experience of picking myself up from scratch post 30. Because nobody told me. <laughs> nobody warned you. Nobody told me. Because, <laughs> like, in your 20s, you'd be like, well, I took, like, the day off. <laughs> Uh-uh. Are you upstairs, please? Oh, yes, it is. We're recording right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Can you uh can you go back upstairs, please? Yeah. Uh, Thank you. I. I'm like, I can be calm and present and like whatever, but sometimes it's like, <laughs> because it's like, I'm a neurodivergent mom raising a neurodivergent kid who's also got other stuff happening. And it's just like, oh, wow. Oh, no, but the whole thing, I don't, you probably have like footage of me fucking sitting here when you were like, you are not alone and you are loved. I was like, <laughs> I like, oh my god, I needed that. Yeah, I just like I try really hard to not invalidate her, and yeah. you know, like Ari's always been a kid who's had really maybe we'll use this movie well, but mm. who's always had really really good feelings, mm-hmm. and uh, there are times where she's just crying because she doesn't want to hear no, and mm-hmm. those times I'm like, listen, you can be upset, but yeah. like we don't cry just because of this. Yeah, just because like, we're getting we You can yeah. be upset, but like that's. It was a little bit like some emotional manipulation that might be happening. Yeah. We're not, so we're not getting like the that. button you keep pressing to get exactly. what you want. So um, <laughs> it's a very interesting balance. No, um, but it's good. You're doing it really well. Like I, I feel like you've done plenty of like, hey, this is bullshit. And like, hey, this is like really like, listen, you're, you're still a valid human, but you don't get the excuse to be a dick. Like, I love, <laughs> Thank you. I love that you're instilling that because not enough people Thank you. get that. I really do appreciate that, that very it's much. It's so true though. Thank like, you. The, like the whole like, hey, I'm being firm on like my directive. Yeah. Like, I'm not backing down on this, yeah. but I'm also going to say like, I do still look, care about you and love you. Yeah, like, I that's love you. Shit. I just know. What? <laughs> just no. Like that, I feel like it's so good because like a lot of times people will be like, "Oh, you're so dramatic," and it's like, "Yeah, great. I'm too much. Thank you." Like, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. And I think I think that part of the reason that I am like that is because I've always been too much. Mm-hmm. My whole life, I've always been, you know. And you too never much. become too like enough. No, like no, yeah. It's, it's funny because it's it's very interesting because exactly that. Like you're, you also feel like you're never enough, but yeah. you also feel like you're always too much. Yeah. You're about and to go to the like, America Ferrera speech with Barbie. <laughs> yes, yeah, you're totally right. Literally. Yes. It's exactly. Yes. But I'm dead on. Yes. But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Where were we before? I was talking about going to the gym at 30, which right. just, oh my God. Yeah. So much less okay. of a deep topic. No, it's okay. That's good. Go Every time we try to dive into some shallow, it gets deep. <laughs> But like, uh, so yeah, I've been trying to revamp my health journey, but like in my twenties, I could easily be like, I'm not going to work out for like a year and it'll be fine. I'm going to binge drink every no weekend. Deal. We're just going to do whatever. And I like spent my whole like early twenties having eating disorders and like not having a great relationship with my body or food or yeah. anything. And like, it, if I wasn't working out all the time, I wasn't eating, like I was eating, like not eating all the time or something like that. It was not yeah. terrible. Basically there's no balance. So, um, after all that, which has destroyed my metabolism and so yeah. now I'm in like my later twenties and I'm like, okay, I want to have a healthy relationship with myself. Mm-hmm. So I told all my personal trainers and I hired them with like, they would, cause, and it's great to see them malfunction when you do this, but <laughs> I highly okay. recommend, mm-hmm. but, um, and this is like, a, like a crunch. So obviously it's going to be like the textbook that does it, that this was going to happen moment. So I was like. They were like, so what are your goals? And I was like, I don't like goals. I am not. <laughs> I was fan. like, I'm not going for the pressure of goals here. Okay. I'm actually going to go and like, I just want to move in my thirties and not have like my knees crack. That's yeah, my goal. I just want to feel better. I was like, I don't want a hit workout. I don't want to jump. I don't want to do anything wild. I but you don't want... need to be sweating so much yeah. that my whole like, I was body like, I... is moist. Sensory problems. Cannot do it. Now. Yeah. 
I will panic. I was like, I don't like having panic attacks when I'm working out. It's just, I want to do a slow. I want to have movements that don't feel like working out, but end up hurting me. I'm fine with that. Like yeah. if I'm in like, oh shit, this is like actually hard and I'm actually moving now. Like, yeah. right? Fine. Trick me, please. Don't make me. Trick my brain. Don't sit there and be like, you're going to do this HIIT workout for 20 minutes. You're going to fucking die. Like, nope, I can't do it. Right now. I'm telling you right now. I did that for a few years and then moved and moved all my stuff myself, which was a whole other level of trauma. Great stuff. I didn't hire movers except for like three things. So everything else was like hand delivered to my house by me. And uh, I still have shit at home that I can move. But um, so that all happened. I was thinking of moving as my working out. And I dropped my fitness trainer around like February. I stopped. And leading up to now, I wasn't working out during, like, the seven months I've been in my apartment, really. Okay. I've been, like, walking on a walking pad. It's been very low impact, walks here and there, maybe taking my weights, but nothing crazy. Yeah. Because I was like, I just, my nervous system can't. I just need a break. And I regret everything. (laughs) (laughs) Because I started Pilates. Oh, my God. And that shit... (laughs) You have never been humbled unless you took a seven-month break after 30 from working oh out. Oh, my God. Because you may as well have stopped for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> Your body's like, like what the I, fuck are you doing? I, I have, like, and I was saying this earlier, that I have an overly enthusiastic mind when I'm booking these classes. Yeah. I'm going to kill it. Like, it's going to be so great. They look so nice. These skinny, two-pound models born with zero body fat. It's the old gym rat mentality. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, this is fine. I got like, this. Oh, they're sliding on a fun board? That looks fun. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, running was fun when I was a kid. I don't like that now. <laughs> <laughs> Better have a knife to get me from yeah. So, like, I'm so looking at this and I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this is going to be so much fun. I'm going to have so much fun doing this. <laughs> Fit Christina was still in my fucking head. That's what it was. Oh, my God. Fit me, who would have gone to one of those classes, and be like, that was so great. My mom would be huffing in the corner, dying. Yeah. And I'd be like, I don't know why you didn't like it, but maybe you'll like it. You'll get there, Mom. You're going to like, like it eventually. Day. I'm like, it doesn't feel good now, but it'll feel good one day. And I want to punch that bitch in the face. <laughs> Because that bitch <laughs> oh. did not understand. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I feel like I'm getting so humbled now. Oh, my God. Because not only am I walking into this Pilates class as, like, not fit me at yeah. this point. I'm post-30 taking a break from fitness, which means, again, we might as well have, like, signed up for Dr. Nazarian and been, like, on my 600-pound life being, like, do I stand up <laughs> as my first workout? Cause that's what it feels like. But, like, going into this, I'm working out. And I'm realizing those muscles that were there that would make this fun, yeah. those are, the fun muscles are gone. The fun they're muscles not there. don't exist anymore. <laughs> they died. They're, they're not there right now. And we have to rebuild them now. Do oh we understand what that's God. like? No. We were so fucking gifted. Like, my mom put me in And took it for such a, like, so, so granted. Like, so like, oh, like, my God. You're like, what do you mean? I just have these ab things that can pull things around. Yeah. Like, it's so fun. Well, we both used to cheer. Yeah. So it was like, oh, I just used to toss humans around in yeah. the air. Like, and, like, that's totally deteriorated. My body has been deteriorated to hell, yes. like, because of it. And after so. turning 32, I realized, like, any injury I thought I recovered from no. when I was a teenager. No, it's still. It's back. Lingering in She's my body. Yeah. yeah, my shoulders and yeah. wow. Oh, yeah, that shoulder. That, that girl that this landed one. on my shoulder. Ooh. Yeah, I thought that didn't injure shit. I was like, wow, I really recovered. No, I did not. I dislocated <laughs> my shoulder twice in high school. One of them was a friend, and he <laughs> asked me if I wanted to feel like I was crazy 
and we were in the car and he grabbed my hoodie and made me feel like I was in a straitjacket. <laughs> and my mom's driving the car and thinks this is hilarious because it's like a very good friend, yeah. like whatever. And I tried to get out and I went like this and I popped my shoulder out. Um, and I went to the hospital and they popped it back in. Never again will I let somebody pop something back in. Uh, but I, but then like two months later I was cheering and I was stunting and I went to go cradle out and my shoulder just popped out. And I, it's never been the same since. Uh, totally messed up. See, I never got, luckily I never got, I mean I broke my foot, but that's, I don't <laughs> <laughs> So rude and insensitive <laughs> you forgot i forgot oh my god i forgot about your you foot i totally forgot that me oh, breaking my foot my god and us stopping at burger king the on worst, the way the worst trauma of all oh my the worst trauma of all was us being like trauma. i'm fine like oh i'm doing the song i forgot oh my god that was during seussical rehearsal right what I, there was a move that was like the soldier boy where you went like this but you're turning <laughs> and i leaned a little too far forward and crackle snap crackle pop myself and yes, you guys stopped at Burger King all the way. Oh, and they were like, do you, guys, do you want anything off the menu? And I was like, I'm medic! <laughs> I'm medic! I got frozen peas duct taped to my fucking leg. <laughs> and this is before they made pretty duct tape. So I just, I look like, I look like I was a fucking kidnapping victim. You did, oh my god. Somebody kidnapped my ankle. And Mind you, oh. by the way, my like somebody taped. I don't remember who taped the duct tape uh, on my foot, uh, but it was like wrapped to be nice and secure. I Let me tell you me. how much that fucking hurt <laughs> having the doctor take that I'm off. Sure I, I wrapped it. Actually. She like cut it and took it off, and then I was just like, I was in epic pain the whole time. But yes, I've done that. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> It's just a little too late. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Shit. Jackie's gonna listen to this and be like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about Jackie. Oh my god. There's just so much on that. Yeah. So I felt like I feel like getting older, I'm just like you you're like realizing that you don't you're not as fit, which yeah. sucks. And my body never truly healed from anything. And my body's never truly healed. Like <laughs> and that's mentally and physically. <laughs> Because everything's just coming up. It's and true. then on top of that, I go into class and there's a bunch of 20 year olds in there. And you're like, fuck. Lots of babies, lots of girls who have big diamond rings on their fingers. And I'm just like, this is not, we're not safe. <laughs> this is not a safe I was like, space. I feel like all of you look much more capable than me. So I, the first time I did it, I was like, oh, yes, I have to move. That's what working out That's is. That's what this is, right? I, I forgot. forgot. And the girl does like this whole thing and she's like, I feel like I'm halfway through the fucking workout and she's like, all right, and then we're going to go to this rate. One more variation and then we're done with our warm-up. Warm and I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to throw up. Like, I can't do this. <laughs> this is not happening. And I'm just imagining in my head because I'm in so much pain. I'm, I'm trying to, like, hold out and, like, 
I'm like, willpower, you got this. And like, no, 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 your body doesn't oh give a fuck God. about your willpower. After no. yeah. If you weren't like physically working out constantly and doing all this shit, your body's like, I don't give a shit. We're done. He's like, what the hell are you doing? Like, I will, yeah. I will take this whole, let's burn this freaking house down. Yeah. Let's go. Because <laughs> my legs were giving out, like flat oh out. Like God. I was at points where I was like, I just can't find the right positioning. And I'm like, oh, yes, I just don't have the stabilizing yeah. muscles for this. And my, my body is like, do what you want. I will take you out so you stop moving. I'm not fucking around. Yeah, I'm not doing this. Like, I'm not playing. And then I've got old me in my head going like, you can do it. It's fine. You're going to get back to that point where you love it. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Fucking hear it. And I just think in my head, I'm like, that fucking bitch did that. Sent those vibes to every woman she saw struggling in, in class and was like, oh, you're going to get there so soon. And I'm like, oh, oh I'm mad. I'm I, so mad. I'm like, I'm so, I'm like, halfway mad because I'm like how did I let myself get here and I'm like a lot of people probably think that when they're at this point yeah but it's like sure. motherfucker I'm mad I'm sad because I'm like upset and then I'm also feeling this euphoria of like but you're doing it for yourself yeah you know? and it's yeah. like god it's such a struggle it's like it's an it. internal battle of and I was crying in like class the other day because they every 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 fitness thing is a cult like I said before yes they're yes. insane cults and Everyone loves to give you this beautiful life advice at the end of your workout after they, it's like Stockholm syndrome. Like, <laughs> like I kicked your ass and now I want you to come back. No, I just, <laughs> That's I the trick. And I, you I always just thought, wow, the whole thing is just a transformative <clears throat> experience. No, when you go through it as someone who's not as fit, you're yeah. like, this is fucking jail. This yeah, is torture. This is prison. This is, this this is, is an is open air prison. Yeah. And they want us to try coming back willingly. That's, that's the trick. And I'm laying there fucking in pain and like dying. I can't even sit up. Oh my God. Like they're like, okay, and get onto your boards. I'm like, what? <sighs> like just like fucking dying. And I'm feeling every muscle in my body flexing just to move my neck. So, oh my God. And she's like, and we're just gonna like stretch the sky. And I'm like, you're <laughs> shaking. I'm, like, oh, I'm stretching the sky. <laughs> Like you don't have to be in the emergency zone to have help. Yes. And you're also not a piece of shit if you get there. Yeah. Or if you're close to there, or wherever. Like we're all just kind of like again on a floating rock figuring it out. But like, yeah. But I said like, you just have to be kindly supported, kindly yes. corrected, and like eventually you'll get there. Dead yeah. ass. Like that is literally what it is. Like my mentally well self is like eventually get back to happy like and i want to punch her too yeah like, totally like, absolutely we, we can all want to punch people too on the way up like that's yeah, fine too absolutely. don't do it but like <laughs> you want it don't do lot. it but like you will get like you'll you just feel it whatever like that's the stuff and like you're not a dick or a horrible person for feeling that like yeah i'm not an asshole for going to a pilates class when i'm not fully fit enough to do pilates no, no. i'm going there and i'm gonna fuck everything up and i paid to be here like that's yep. it and that's how it should be with everything else. It's like, hey, look, I'm not perfect, and I'm working my way back. And but like, I deserve to be here just as much as you do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that's the best form of self-care. And it's crazy how much you realize, like, you're not, you don't view yourself as worth it or something. Yeah. Or you're, like, devaluing that for some reason. Yeah. But, like, God, I, like, I, one of the biggest lessons I've, like, learned is don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's hard to say how, but, like, it's, you know, it's saying no to yourself. It's saying those boundaries. It's yeah. doing that. And, like advocating for yourself like getting the help you need because like yeah. i feel like a lot of people focus on what you can do and yeah. we forget like how much control you can relinquish comfortably absolutely yeah. and like i have like health advocates that help me with finding diagnoses i have the eap i have the suicide prevention hotline to make sure i don't off myself before i figure all this out like, yeah just, uh, and like i can talk to them about stress like all that stuff yeah you have so many things and i know that's overwhelming especially if you have adhd like yeah. i said 
you're, you're going to the restaurant and you're wondering if it's a goofy night or a fun night. But, but like really at the end of the day, like that's, it is what it is. Like just, just like take it one decision at a time, one step at a time. And like, yeah, the tools are available for you and and you can take mental health leaves. Yeah. Those are, get a therapist. They can support that if they really think you're out of state. And if you feel like advocating for yourself and saying you need one, you can do that too. Yeah. So, and like the best part about that, a lot of people like to lie and say like, Oh, well the company can say that they're not going to help you or anything like that. It's not true. They can't overwrite what your doctor says. No. So like yeah. the, as much as companies wish you fucking would do that, like that's not true. They yes. can't, they're not doctors. They can't say, well, I don't think so. Their insurance company might try. I'm not going to yeah, lie. Absolutely. But you have like, you have appeals. You have so many other parts of your process that like you can take advantage of that like shouldn't stop you from trying to help yourself. Cause again, and prioritizing yourself. Yeah. Cause yeah. you, if you do off yourself, like these jobs will put your job up on yeah. a posting as part of your transition out. <laughs> yeah. While yeah. you're not even, while your body's not even fully cold yet. So yeah. like, you know, it's so important to just take and care of yourself. I think that that's like something that's so overlooked, especially because like as millennials, we were raised by people who were like, Oh, well if you just work hard and you like, and also our parents and our grandparents were part of the generation that like gave their whole lives to Mm -hmm. their jobs and their careers and what have you. And now it's like, we watched that as millennials that we're like, yeah, no, I don't want to do it that way. Yeah. And we, we know like our, our group has, you know, changed the way that people handle their jobs in the sense that nobody's dedicating their whole lives to one place and we jump around and whatnot. But it's in part because we realize that these jobs don't give a fuck. Yeah, companies have they been showing their ass ever fuck. since they got rid of pension. Yeah. Like, ever since they, they got will... rid of the company pension, yeah. they told people, fuck you, there's no reason for you to stay here for a yes. long time. And then they complain that nobody's working. Exactly. <laughs> like, And it's like, why would I want to? Yeah. Like, or like, why would not I? But like, why do certain, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm watching the generations before me get fucked as they go into leadership. I'm yes. watching people before me work their entire like life into the ground yes. so that they can make an extra whatever amount of money they're making at your company. Why do I want to do that? Like, and those then, people look miserable. And then also on top of it, like our generation may never get social security. We yeah. never get like certain things that they have. Like, why the, f- yes. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God. Yes. And it's like, we as a generation and as mm-hmm. just individuals forget just being a millennial as a whole. Yeah. We as a society mm-hmm. need to really realize that these jobs that we all have, we are so replaceable mm-hmm. and there is no reason that we should be burning ourselves out to the point of basically no return or just shy of Yeah. for a place that, We'll hire somebody else before you're even called. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like, and it's wild to think about it like that, but I think it's also something that people really do need to hear and think about because people are driving themselves into the ground. They are. Like, burnout rates are higher than ever. Mm-hmm. We also have uh, the highest number of people with disabilities in the workplace now yep. than ever before. And... It's it's such an interesting combination mm-hmm. because it, I, I don't I just well when you're so deep in it it exploits any sort of yeah this like like I said like when we went into the pandemic and everybody's working from home or the pendejo as like yeah. <laughs> as we were, as, we were, as we went to the pandemic like work life integration getting people you know, we welcomed our meetings into our home. Yes. We were picking up our laundry and then we're all, like, we're doing our laundry and then we're going to a meeting. Yeah. We're on a, mo- a call and we're taking a fucking shower. Like, yeah. you, 
work has invaded parts of Personal, our lives that yeah. it never should have. And That's like, cool. I don't mind it to some, to some degree, but like yeah. balancing it is so fucking important. And I don't think balance hard. is even there anymore because again, like balance, if you ask someone who's neurotypical, that's go in at nine, leave at five, yeah. or go in at nine, leave at six, whatever the fuck the new schedule it is, because at this point we're like, I, I have worked 7 a.m. to 12 a.m. before, like crazy shit I believe for it. my job. And like, I feel like, you know, that balance is so different depending on who you are. Because Absolutely. like, I, again, like neuro, being neurodivergent, like it's just not there yeah. in that way. And we've, the reason why there's, I think, an increase of disability, and this is just like my own thought, is like, the other part of it is, we all went home and we worked. And then we all went back and yeah. saw what it's like to sit in here and get anxiety over taking a shit in the office bathroom yeah. and like realize, yeah. realize the culture is not great and it's a cult. Like it's just not like certain parts aren't yeah. great. And the only reason why my boss wants me in my desk is so they can see that I am working, which I'm not even doing as much of when I'm in the office than when I am at home. Yeah. And again, that's not a true story for everybody. There's some people who are great when they're in the office and they were not thriving during the pandemic. Yes, absolutely. So it's like we have had to recognize a lot of differences. Like that whole pandemic like caused a lot of just like awakenings for people. Ups, yeah. And like figuring yeah. out like, oh, the reason why I wasn't getting promoted at my job is because I lit like there was a lot of reports of like minorities and people with disabilities getting promotions more often and mm -hmm. getting more success in the workplace because the main thing that is actually a great accommodation for disabilities is working remote, is yeah, having is an alternate schedule, home, yeah. is also working on your own schedule because everyone was going through so much collective trauma yeah. that bosses were like, because I remember doing HR trainings on empathy and like everything yeah. else because I had to teach people that and be like, hey, empathetic leadership. If someone's like, hey, I work better at night, let them work at night. Like it just yeah. let them work their schedule. Like whatever the fuck, if it doesn't interrupt business that badly, like why are we making a big stink about yeah. it? Yeah. And like questioning a lot of different structures that were like, well, that's just been the way it is since Henry Ford in the 1940s. Yeah. Like, whatever. And, like, now we're having this nice collective realization that, like, the workplace and going to a stale fucking art-filled office yeah. is not my way of, product, like, being productive. Yeah. And some people love that. Exactly. And drive it's stressful. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, the fact that we're all sitting here and, like, going, like, well, there has to be one way that we all work. It's, like, that's no. fucking stupid. Like, Can that's the idea. No. Exactly. Can a bird swim? Some of them. Some yeah. If you, if you tell it, there's, there's a great saying of like, if you tell a fish to judge itself by its ability to climb a tree, it's going to spend its life making stupid. Yes. And absolutely. I love that saying. I do too. It's great. Um, there's that. And then there's also like the Jim Carrey thing that he did when he did like the graduation speech. I don't know why I'm chock full of these, but yeah, I love it. <laughs> but I remember a lot of them where he that's was good. talking about how his dad like was an accountant and he wanted to be a comedian. Yes. And his yeah. dad was an accountant and got laid off and their whole family had like horrible financial instability for a while because yeah. of that. Yeah. And he was like, one big lesson I learned from that is that you can fail at what you don't want. Yes. And like, that's the other big thing is questioning. And this is something that like I'm introducing as like a club at my job is talking about talk like Ted talks like this, but there's a Ted talk where they talk about like, is your idea of success yours? Or yeah. was it imposed upon you? Like having the big office job and going to the corner. If you are completely fucking miserable. Yeah. And I understand, like, trust me, I come from a place where I don't have the privilege of being like, I'm going to take a year off and yeah. just like go to the Maldives and relax on my yacht. Like, I don't, yeah. I can't fucking do this yeah. I can't even take a year off. Like I spent my whole life being in fight or flight mode and like constantly being like, we need to make as much money as possible because yeah. stability is key. You will like feel better when that happens. And I'm working myself into the ground for that. And like, I don't have the privilege of, of being like, I'm going to take five months, like five years off, whatever the fuck. Yeah. I can't take breaks. I can't fathom the idea of not working. Even as a mom, I can't fathom. Yeah. It. Like, I just don't understand. It doesn't compute right now for me. Yeah. So, like, I understand that there are people out there who don't have the privilege of, like, 
quitting your job and being like, fuck you, like whatever. Fuck the man. But also yeah. like, the, and it doesn't have to be that extreme. It no. could also be like, I'm still going to do this. It's my day job. I got to make the money. And hey, I'm lucky to be in this position I'm in. Yeah. But also like, it ain't my fucking cut. Like, this is not my pie that I was chasing after my yeah. life. This was so, not my like, dream. Fuck. Like, it's kind of like that, that scrubby dude that you fuck, like, just because you have low security yeah. at the moment. And you're like, this is the one thing that's a for sure thing. Yeah. Because I'm like, fuck this guy. at three yeah. in the morning or whatever. Yeah. I know he's just coming home from the bar and he's like, it's all going to be great. Like, that's, that's that, like, thought of, like. Whatever, it's here. Like, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's here it's right now. It's it is what right it now. is. And yeah. I'm not saying to fuck it, but you don't sit there and take that guy and think, I'm going to get married and have kids with him. No, you you know that yeah. right now, you know this is just taking care of something for you. Yep, this is just filling a void that, right now. So what I'm saying is yeah. to make your job, of, like, just a fuck boy it is. Like, yeah, yeah. Call it out for what it is. Like, yes. I'm, you're That's not disrespecting me. Yeah, okay. You're not disrespecting me at this point. I'm disrespecting you. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm going in, doing a fake smile, bullshit, whatever the hell else. I'm like, I'm going to get mine, and then I'm going to go home and make some fucking art. Yeah. And, like, get away from this. Like, yes. Yeah. That's what Separate I Separate myself from this shit. Yeah. Like, I used to think that you had to be all in. Like, I believed in that so hard. Of, like, you have to be so passionate about what yeah. you do. Because growing up doing music, that's, like, what you're taught. It's like, yes. I love this. And this, I could make money doing this. Wonderful. Yeah. Anytime I make money, I should enjoy it. That's a great yeah. effort to put on yourself. And then in realizing, like, companies love that. Because they can exploit that. Because they can yes, fuck they with can. that. Because they can make you family. Like, all that stuff. Yeah. And it's, like. It's so healthy, and this is partially why I'm so anti-MLM as well, because MLMs mm-hmm. really encourage commercial folks mm-hmm. and closed systems and other things. But, like, they also Christina really... Christina, whole series <laughs> on TikTok. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. It's an review on them, and I love it. I love it. <laughs> That's like, another thing, because I just work watching HR. you, like, go to war with people is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there's, oh, a lot of, there's a lot of interesting shit I get on there. Yeah. I've heard someone, like, make an eight video about me before. No! There's two people I've done it actually so far. I'm like, I'm like snatching him in my belt. Like, all right, that's fine. Great. You hate me, you hate me, you hate me. That's cool. Like, that's so Someone was funny. like, how would you feel if I was like, I wouldn't care. I'm dead inside. Do <laughs> <laughs> you think you can hurt me? The world has oh. done that already. Yeah. It's taking me through a fucking Nothing surrender. Nothing you can say or do yeah. gonna hurt me. I have been cheese grated and put in the air fryer on like, yeah. for like four hours. We're fine. <laughs> We're good. We're okay. You, you want to fucking hurt me with a little lighter? Okay.
person. Yeah. Unless they're saying some really ridiculous shit. Like, well, yeah, that's person, The one person that was, like, putting down cleaning people and was, like, like, oh, like, you know, my mom was a maid and all this other shit. And, I, and they were, like, and now I'm better than them. And I was, like, well. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that stuff, I'll look at that and be, like, that was fucking off. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I'm, but again, I'm never going to sit there and be, like, well, you're ugly. Well, you're dumb. Like, I'm never going to do that. I don't yeah. think these people are ugly, dumb. I think that they're very misinformed. That there's a company that's out there that's willing to misinform them. I'm willing to take advantage of them. And willing yeah. to fuck them further. Because, like, like, these companies block the women in minority. Yes. So it pisses me off even more that, like, I'm seeing women go around and tout about, like, business language yes. and it's garbage ways of using it. Like, yes. like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Like, no, you're fucking not. Like, yeah, no, you're not. You, you literally don't even understand the first thing about running a company. And yeah. I'm not saying that like a you insult. I'm saying that like an insult to that company, yeah, which made this not... horrible garbage they're making you yeah. steal. Because you are not, like, the thing I'm after. I'm after these companies. Like, fuck these companies. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck you, I'm calling your dad. Fuck <laughs> to these yes, companies. Yes. Hate them you, so much. I'm calling your dad. That's going to be... I think that's hilarious. <laughs> that's my new phrase. I but, love it. But, yes, I know we can talk about things all night, too. We definitely, yeah. Um, it's definitely... It's We're, we're, uh, we're I think, getting close to two hours. We're running out of vocals and gas. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we're getting, we're getting tired. Well, okay, so here, let's let's try to... Yes. Simmer a little. And if you um, were to be able to talk to 14 year old you, what would you want to tell her? I'm going to blubber and cry at her. (laughs) Oh, yeah, right. (laughs) It'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess there's a few categories of things because we just have so many options. Yeah. (laughs) What we could say. (laughs) Ari, hey. We're almost done. Almost done. Okay. But we're not done yet. Hey. Hi, Mac. Uh, Mom, can we be okay? I'm hanging out with Daisy right now. Yes. I know I had a project sheet, and I need that thing. Sure. I almost okay. started doing it, but like, we're shut. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> Bye-bye, guys, again. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> I love you, Ar. <laughs> You're a good kid, Ar. She's precious. All right? I love her so much. She's so funny. <laughs> good job. Yeah. Studio in the house. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah. So the yeah the question was so fourteen year old you. What would you want to tell her? There's a series of things I would tell her. One of them is just a blubber of crying <laughs> and a lot of un- in at in eligible yeah. stuff and yeah. hugs. She'd be like, "Who the fuck is this old like, fat bitch hugging me?" Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> but. But Me, like, I'd be like, who is this tattered freak? <laughs> like, like, funny, funny enough, yeah. like, the first thing that actually came to mind was, like, you have no clue how bad the world really is. <laughs> no. But I feel like that's not productive. So, do you want to know what my, I was thinking about this the other day, and asking you this, and I was like, well, my answer would be, don't do it. Like, like but that's not true. Yeah, but, like, exactly. my gut instinct is to be like, yeah. no, get like, out now. talking to her a bit like during this podcast yeah like, for sure like, i sound like a fucking medium she <laughs> is in the room she's <laughs> she's right here her presence. <laughs> uh, but i'd probably tell her like you were right like what you what you see about the world is so incredibly right and you are so valid yeah and like i almost want to apologize on behalf of the world to myself yeah because like now that i'm in the adult world that constantly fails people yeah like i think the other thing is like people fail people all the time constantly i work in hr i watch i literally mediate people failing people <laughs> like Wild. that's literally yeah. like my job now is like mapping that out and helping people not fail and like helping yeah. people and still watching people fail 
So, like, people are imperfect. Everyone, nobody wakes up in the morning and says, I want to fuck up everyone's day, except for that one kid that's in fucking jail now. And I'm not going to He, he, he get fucked. He is totally, he waked up, he woke up every morning, ready to fuck up your day. And that is an asshole. And it's oh fine. Oh my God. I want to tell him he goes to jail. And it's fine. Yeah. I want to tell her that. Karma will get its way. But, but I want to tell her, like, you know, you were right. Like, your views on the world are correct. You don't need to be angry that it doesn't align with everybody. Because, again, everybody's just so fucked. And, like, coming from so many different angles. And some people mean well and are going to fuck, fuck you over. Some people don't mean well and they're going to fuck you over. Yeah. Like, it's just going to happen. And, like, you're going to get so strong. Yeah. Like, that's the exciting part. Like, and I look around my apartment a lot and I'm like, I have all this stuff. I have four bedrooms. Like, I do, like, this... Cr- I've worked for so yeah, much. worked your ass off. And I've never rested to look at it. And, like, yeah. now I'm resting and looking at it and going, wow. Like, I I grew up in an apartment with a hole in the fucking floor, the yeah. bathroom, where you can mm-hmm. see the basement through the floor. And, like, that was never going to be fixed. So, yeah. like, growing up where I grew up and, like, coming now, like, I almost wiped out half my childhood. Thanks for all the memories we talked about today. No problem. <laughs> but, like, but most of that stuff, like, I don't remember because I just, I'm so far removed from it now. And I worked so hard to get away from it. And it's, yeah. like, that is a combination of a lot of luck. Yeah. <laughs> Genetic lottery, 100%. Like, a lot, a lot, a lot of areas because I have family members and people in my circle that have helped me so much. Yeah. But, like, it gets, I won't say it gets better better, but it's, like, you're going to get stronger. Yeah. The world's going to continue to fuck with you and, like, oscillate and screw you over. But, like, you're going to get stronger. And that's yeah. what matters. Like, that's what you hold on to and like you're gonna meet so many great people and have beautiful stories that were tragedies and yeah. horrible things but they're beautiful at some point yeah like that's what you're searching for like that's what it is <laughs> um do you think and i know that this is something that it took me a really long time to get to and oh boy. I, um i have gotten to a place where uh I I can actually say that I'm even grateful for some of the really fucked up things. Mm-hmm. And I never imagined that I would ever get there. Yeah. But I wouldn't be where I am now had those things not happened. And I'm really grateful for where I am now. Yeah. And for the people in my life now and everything. Do you think that you have gotten to that place yet? Or do you think that that's something that's possible? Or do you think that that'll not be a thing or what do you think i think that i'm like mostly there i don't think that i'm fully there because i still have a justice complex like i still wish for the people that wronged me to like get theirs okay and like if it's like popcorn in my fucking teeth that it's not that i I don't get to witness that i'm not the fly on the wall for when they get whatever the fuck and i'll never know exactly what it is that serves that person But people do get what's coming to them. Oh, karma is a mofo. And, like, the big... uh, Another thing I would tell myself at 14 is, like... Or even at, like, 20 or whatever fucking age. Doesn't even matter if you haven't learned this yet. But, like, you focus on you. Like, you're going to be a better person and move forward and move on. Be the main character. Yeah, and not even, like, being the main character. Like, focus on you because that's what you control. That's your fucking karma. Like, if I'm nice to people, guess what? I have nice times with people. Yes, with the right yeah. people. I have good times. I have really nice things. I'm good to people. I'm nice to people. I don't make the mood fucking horrible. Yeah. That person that is making your life miserable, they're going to go off. And you don't even have to worry if they're talking shit about you or doing anything else. Because yeah. you're doing so much consistently on your end that people see the truth in the pudding there. Absolutely. It's, I hold it. Yeah. It's like I the whole fitness thing right of that. like, you know, if I went to Pilates at five days a week for like six months, it's going to just show that I do Pilates for six months. And if someone said... Oh, I saw that girl in one of my classes, and she fucking sucked. Like she was the worst, and she was a sweaty wildebeest. Yeah. People would look at her and be like, 
the this girl, the one that's fucking killing it or whatever, like she looks like she's totally holding her own in this. Yeah, yeah. Personality wise, like same thing happens. Like, yeah, people will look at right. that and be like, "No, that person's like not a dick." Yeah, <laughs> I yes. think there's something wrong with you because that person gets along with everybody. I, or that person, yeah. I have great judgment of that person. Shitty people will talk about you. It's fine. Yes, like, exactly. They'll, they'll continue to be shitty people. They'll continue to have shitty times. Don't slash your tires because someone else has a flat tire. Yes, like, don't do absolutely. that. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, that's not a, worth it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I love so that. So I'm, I'm at that state where I'm trying to get to like a better point of like you're not gonna see the, you're gonna have shit happen. And you're not gonna see like the rightful outcome you yeah. want. And you just have to fucking deal with that. Yeah. Like, that's what I'm working on a lot is seeing that. I love that, though. That's good. <laughs> it is really fucking hard. Yeah. It's really, really hard. Because you feel like you're abandoning that victimized part of yourself. Which, yeah. like, some parts of you are fucking victimized when you go through trauma. And that's of not, course, yeah. And, like, I am grateful for the experience I've had because they've taught me these lessons. Of course, Because it would have yeah. been something fucking else. It would have been, my dad got me the wrong pair of Uggs on Christmas. Like, <laughs> everybody's got some sort of fucking horrible thing that yeah. happened that was significant for them. I don't really care what the dial is. Like, if it was super traumatic or, Well, that's like, exactly, no, you know? like, you can't compare trauma. Yeah. Because it's, like, it, it, ah, I don't even know what the words are. Like, there it's like workout no levels. Comparis- exactly. I'm like, sweating like everyone else in this class. We're all individual people, and we're all going through shit yes. constantly, and things are constantly changing on us. Mm-hmm. You know, and that really, like, goes to, you never know what somebody's going through, walk a mile in my shoes, and yeah. whatever. But, like, we really don't. We have mm-hmm. no concept of how hard or what other people perceive as hard, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. their lives are. Like, well, it's like hiking up a mountain. Like, yeah, I, I used to hike a lot because it was really helpful mentally for me. Oh, yeah, me too. And, yeah. like, what I loved about it was, like, we're all hiking the same mountain. Like, there are some people that are jogging up and down this mountain, and they're done by the time I'm, like, fucking through the first yeah. leg of the mountain. But, like, we're all still climbing a mountain at the end exactly. of the day. Exactly. Like, I did the same path that person did. I went through, like, I went through trauma. Like, that yeah. mountain is the trauma. You went yes. through a mountain. Maybe your mountain, you had to jog up it, and that's a really hard workout for me. Like, yeah. that's, I can, that's unheard of. I can't imagine doing that. But you were able to handle that, and you were able to move on from that. But we still climbed the same mountain. Yeah. Like, we still had exactly. a thing happen. Like, yep. that's, that's kind of how I see it as, like, yeah, both. it was hard for both of us, I'm sure. You probably felt challenged and yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. So, like... Just because it's not my level of what I could possibly do doesn't mean I didn't work hard too and sweat my dick off going up that mountain. Yeah, exactly. Like that's how I literally view it. Is like I don't know. I keep comparing it to the fitness stuff, but it really does like line up. Oh yeah, I agree with you totally. Like you know, hey, like I'm sweating like a fucking pig too. I'm breaking my neck too. Yeah, Yeah. so like that stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's everyone's got their level of shit they're going through, and like just respect it. It's Everyone's just got a shit they've gone through each other. Like, just be kind to yourself. Be kind to other people. Like, that's the thing I feel like. And it's like people like us, how we were talking about, it's so easy for us to put others ahead of our own needs mm-hmm. because we're naturally, like, empathic people and whatnot. But you're no good to the people who need you if you're not taking care of yourself also. Exactly. And I think that's something that so many of us forget so easily. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. And do like a fucking exit interview on yourself if you're feeling that work bad. Yeah. This is what I do every exit interview that I've ever done as I give people a little speech. I level set it. And I say, listen, it's not my job to validate or invalidate your experience because it's your experience. So that's what I'm trying to capture. I'm a neutral person taking this in, taking in the facts. And I'm trying to make sure they're clear enough for other people to hear them for you. That's it. That's my job. I'm not going to challenge. If it sounds like I'm challenging you, I'm trying to figure out what's happening here. Yeah. I'm not trying to challenge you and invalidate what you're saying. Yeah. Like, that is so important for you to do for yourself. Yes. Of, like, 
what did I go through? What did I feel? I don't give a fuck if it was true or not, or if it was over dramatic. Like yeah. that is how you felt, and that's what happened, and that's the impact that happened. Yeah. And now we can take that information and figure out a way to like make it better for the next person. Yes. That's what you should do for yourself. Like every fucking traumatic thing that happens, yeah. like, give yourself an exit interview. Yeah. And be like, all right, we're leaving. We're kind. Of, we're not leaving this trauma because we're gonna be with it for a while. But like, this is our story. We're gonna acknowledge it. We're not validating or invalidating. We're just, it just happened. That's what it is. Yeah. And we're also not making it our identity. Exactly. Like, it's, it's a part of us. But it's not everything about us. Yeah, I have so many parts to me, but I've realized that I'm so much more than that. Yeah. Like, you know, and also, like, everyone has their own version of me in their heads. So that's <laughs> so not yes. fun. <laughs> Actually, I saw something once that was like, there are no two versions of you that are alike. Mm-hmm. Um, because to every single person who knows you and to yourself, you are a so different. So different. Yeah. yeah so love their dimension, faces, yeah. whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Yeah. Love all that shit and like whatever. And wow. if you say something that makes you cringe or anything else, then you just start, you're just like me. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like us. Oh my God. You're just like us. You are not alone. That's for sure. <laughs> and I, as an HR person, like I see people, all CEOs yeah. that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, Hey, be vulnerable. It's fine. Like yeah. yes. nobody knows what they're fucking. We're on a floating rock. We're on a floating rock. None of us know what we're doing. I tell people that all the time too at work. Like they're like, oh, I effed up this email. I effed up this. I'm like, we're on a floating fucking rock. Be a little easier. Why the though. fuck does this matter? Yeah. There's a great video of like the, of them zooming out to all the universes and yeah. Like, this is how small Earth is, and I'm like, like oh, it just oh, takes such comfort. Yes. Like, you and you're in your 20s, you freak out when you see that, and you're like, I'm so small and insignificant, and now I'm like, I'm so small and insignificant. <laughs> Excellent. Like, yeah. nothing, nothing matters. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, <laughs> it really, yeah. So, just, you know, make the most Perspective of Perspective shifts, yeah. for sure. Do your time and, and whatever. We're just in this rock jail cell. <laughs> purgatory. This is purgatory, this is actually. purgatory. Yeah. yeah. Which, oh my god. I'm so glad I have you on this burger. I'm like, yay! The fact that we the fact that we think things through like a team. And oh my team god, so good! It's I so, love so it. good. It's amazing. Well, I think this is like a perfect place to wrap this. Yes. But thank you so much. Oh yeah, thank you. Thank you so so much for being here, for sharing everything, and just like for being such a good sounding board. I love mm, you. Thank you. And uh, thank you for whoever's still listening to us <laughs> and our crazy hours and hours of ranting. <laughs> and um, I'm going to be ending every episode with this. I want our listeners to always remember three things. This too shall pass. You are not alone. Be kind to others, but also be really kind to yourself. And uh, you have any parting words? I think you said it all. (laughs) Awesome. And thank you guys for listening. Thank Thank you you for being here. (laughs) And uh, we'll see you next week.